de, de, de Colores Radio. De, de, de Colores Radio. Hello, bienvenidos. Welcome to De Colores Radio. This is episode 37. Hello. 37? 37. 37. 47. 37. 357. 357, like my birthday. I hope everyone is doing well during this Mercury in reggaeton. <laughs> 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 is he okay? He did not spit his drink out and it's coming out of his nose. What the fuck? I thought you read the script. I never read the script. Well, now I can tell. Thanks for letting me know. Oh, my God. It's you... in there. <laughs> oh, my God. Do you have feelings about that? Is there a reason it came out of your nose? <laughs> That's what you get. He was drinking. As <laughs> always, we are grateful to you all for tuning in. I'm your host, Eva Arreguin, and with me is my co-host, firm believer in the stars, Rafael Tamayo. Hello. Why are you laughing so hard? <laughs> I really didn't know that that was It really caught that. you off guard? It did. Oh, my God. Sometimes I'm like, is he hyping me, y'all? But he really be laughing. No, that was good. That okay. was funny. Well, how are you doing? Oh, man, I'm doing well. I'm a little lit, but we're going to be all right. Um, uh, You're supposed <clears throat> to ask me how I'm doing. Oh, yeah. You never do Sorry. that. It's fine. I do. Well, sometimes you just don't even care and go on. Do I? Is yeah. that what happens? Yeah. I usually kind of give you a I'm breath. Still, you kind of do, but like, give me a... I, I know you always make fun of me because of my asthma, but just give me a second I to come I wish I was as much of a bully the- as you make me seem, <laughs> because I'm really not. The mercury and drink it. <laughs> Anyways. How are you, Eva? I'm actually doing pretty darn great. I are probably you? am That's drinking good. it. Maybe by the time this comes out, I, my life is in crumbles again. But we're going to pretend you be right. that it'll be good. You're going to be all right. Yes. So I actually, um, I've been wondering something because I okay. haven't seen you in a while. And I need some guidance. Okay. Um, I actually want to give our listeners an insight into our personal energy. Into how we are feeling right now. Into the reality <laughs> of our existence. <laughs> That's right. We're translating our feelings in the best way we know how. Memes. It's time for me mood. What you got? Um, <clears throat> I don't know if you've seen this one or not. You haven't? I don't think so. It's of a little girl. She's like four years old. Yeah. Oh, my God. I retweeted it. And she's stuffing like a it's Kleenex iconic. into her hand. And it's like, <laughs> oh, watch this. And then she balls up her fist. It's so and then good. it's like, you think it's going to disappear. And then boom, the middle finger. The middle comes finger. Up. And she's like four. Like <laughs> yeah. she's tiny, but she has practiced this. That's that's me. That's I love that one. Word. That's a great one. Yeah. Good choice. Good choice. Mine, I feel like everybody has seen, or if you are any kind of um, icon in this world. Oh my, he just licked himself. Are you okay? I'm good. Oh God. Um. So this clip that Missy Elliott posted and then shared again later and then other accounts shared it because it was just that good of this older white woman holding some kind of horn in her hand and singing all the lyrics to work it. Um, I thought it was great. I woke up and saw it it and she was killing it. Yeah. And it was, it looks like the videos from like 2004. (laughs) And so it just resurfaced into the planet, but it's a really great video and I'm feeling her. She's just working it, 
doing her thing, getting the lyrics right. She even says the backwards part. Yeah. It's a, it's a great video. That's my me mood. Yeah, that's a good mood. So <laughs> over the last few weeks, we've been able to dive more into our latest art show theme, which is Orgullekis. Orgullekis, I always do that. You do. <laughs> <sighs> it feels right, though. I, like, I don't feel like bad. Anyways, um, which is pride celebrating the queer community the lgbtqia plus community and it's been really nice to discuss more and more and continue learning and growing i know the last time i discussed some terminologies and i kind of had to just roll through them super fast so i apologize if i made anyone feel lesser than in that way but i'm very grateful and hopeful for the future and for all this community does and continues to do because they're often paced paving the way and they're the most inclusive community ever and um i hope that you all have been enjoying this as much as we have um i wish we could keep going because there's so many voices that we need to highlight and the art shows already this in a few days basically um and we want to keep highlighting these people because these themes are just general themes for the art show not whose voices we think should be lifted at that time um, I wanted to bring up something that I kind of said last episode and literally that night I learned this phrase and I was like, Ooh, this is good. Um, uh, which was the problem with the word ally, mm-hmm. which kind of, you know, a lot of people use, um, but something came up and I don't know who this quote is from or who created this concept, but I like it a lot, which is essentially to be an accomplice instead of an ally which I think is really powerful because in these days where we're constantly fighting and resisting or whatever you want to call it, um, it's better to be an accomplice, which means you're fighting side by side instead of just like an ally from afar. Um, So yeah. However, we have some really amazing people joining us today. Like, I don't think y'all are ready for what we have in store. Would you agree? I would agree. (laughs) I would. I've been a fan of these people for almost a year now, and I never had the chance to just like sit and talk to them. So I'm really excited about this interview. We're welcoming Shanice and Ashley to the show today from Electric Kitchen. Um, They're two very beautiful people who do a plethora of things, and I'm excited for them to be with us. But before we get into our interview, it's time for our favorite L. Jigito. No! Stop! <laughs> Why are juice. you doing this to me? It's kind of fun. Like, I have something over you now. Like, there's plenty of things you say that, like, just blow me out of the water. Not in a good way. I don't know if that's the phrase to use. Pat, I don't know why you're laughing. But Jigito just... is the thing for you. Ha, ha. Can we just move on with this? What about Jigito and oh Mercury and Reggaeton? Oh. That's, like, your best combo. I'm done. Okay. No. Well, now it's time for The Juice, where we cover the latest gossip on pop culture, politics, news, etc. Um, so this, I had been hearing some um, controversy surrounding Undocumedia for a while, and I feel like you did too, yeah. right? Yeah. So there have been a plethora of different things that I've heard, and finally it seems like a lot of shit hit the fan, essentially. Sorry, kids. Don't say that at home or ever. Maybe when you're grown. I don't know. Yeah. Um, but the, one of the executive directors, uh, Ivan Seha essentially stepped down. I heard it was cause he was like, um, harassing women or had 
kind of that trail following him and women finally spoke up and also some tendencies towards anti-blackness and i was like well, get the fuck out of there then <laughs> like i don't know why you're there um of course the way they respond is always like i didn't see it this way i didn't know this woman was not romantically interested in me like i was her and then with anti-blackness in the latino community they're just like nah that's not it and i'm like mm, okay like if if that's not the actual sentiment of all the people you're giving it to reevaluate yourself my brother so yeah i only had to read some of like what people were saying and what some some of the people uh had brought up and like with like proof or screenshots of some stuff mm-hmm. and like get the fuck out of here yeah i didn't get to read too much in depth but i'm like <clears throat> okay if if there's multiple allegations their chances of you being trash are pretty high um so it's a good thing he's not involved in that organization anymore but at the same time anytime there's like a dude working with another dude and somebody gets called out for being an abuser of some sort like i don't trust either one of you dudes it's like why can't you just be a good fucking person it's like when you're when especially when i feel like the focus is something that is so important to a particular community and we barely have platforms right exactly and we we kind of zone in we focus on this 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 matter that is extremely important and significant to us to our friends to our family some other shit that shouldn't be a part of what we're trying to do gets brought in that really opens us up to like oh okay well we forgot that we also had to you know evaluate the entirety of of this like ecosystem that we've built for ourselves for sure for sure so that's just some big a little sorry very little coverage on a very serious issue especially within our community um this next story is honestly just like comical to me uh basically you probably know it better than me since you're all like extra sportsy um (laughs) (laughs) but basically the new madden game came out right and they realized that kaepernick's name was removed from the yg song yeah and so i think they played dumb right they were like oh that was not our intention right yeah and so then everybody including yg and lots of other rappers big sean i think who's also on the song and all these yeah. different people were like what the fuck we yeah, didn't when approve big, of this when big sean when big sean brought it up because it was his verse mm-hmm. that people were like attacking him like well it's not even your song and blah 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 Bruh, shut the fuck Bruh, up look at who you're dealing with yeah like why are you defending this and then when yg brought it up um <clears throat> EA Sports, so this is what EA Sports Madden NFL tweeted. We made an unfortunate mistake with our Madden NFL soundtrack. Members of our team misunderstood the fact that while we don't have rights to include Colin Kaepernick in the game, this doesn't affect soundtracks. We messed up and the edit should never have happened. We'll make it right with an update to Madden NFL 19 on August 6th. That will include the reference again. We meant no disrespect and we apologize to Colin, to YG, and Big Sean, to the NFL, to all of their fans and our players for the... for this mistake and that's where i'm like is it really a mistake it's not What's because the they were at mistake a mean? they were at a fucking dinner table with the powers that be and they were like yeah you're gonna include this song and you know you need to you, cut you, that. yeah cut that and so that's where i'm like that's not a mistake that's a choice whoever was editing the audio on this game knew what the hell they were doing because you're ea sports <clears throat> and y'all have every means to know what's going on and this is for the nfl and clearly this was a choice 
I need to get back on Madden though. For real? Yeah. I mean, you know, yeah, if y'all want why are you making that face? Y'all want y'all anybody I still school anybody in Madden and Tecmo Bowl and FIFA. I know you you probably pay play FIFA, Pat. What about I Wii Sports? FIFA a little bit. Yeah. Um NBA Live was with me and Eva. Yeah, like, we were in that. Right. NBA and then it went away, and then NBA 2K like blew up. Which was weird, because NBA 2K used to be whack, and then we were like, what yeah. happened And then live? it had a glow up, and then NBA Live tried to come back, and it wasn't that good anymore. Right. <laughs> so that's pretty much... And Wii Sports. I, just, I, loved, I loved playing the I liked All-Star Wii Sports. Weekend. Oh, wait. Wii Sports? Wii Sports. Oh, I was like... Wii Sports. I thought you were saying that Wii Sports. No, Wii Sports. <laughs> Anyways, this was Sorry. stupid. Shockingly not surprising. Um, did that make sense? Shockingly not surprising. Is that like a one like of those things? Shockingly not surprising. I'm shocked that I'm not surprised. No, I'm not shocked. Mm-hmm. It's just not surprising. Anyways, I guess this OJ is doing his job. Um, the next story <laughs> is also in regards to sports and people being cowards. Um, I guess that's a sweet transition, right? Um, thank you. Dak Prescott already has been playing Jerry's game. Like, I feel like anybody that that becomes a part of the Cowboys basically has to be a puppet until they're not. Well, he, and he didn't. He hasn't had his like actual payday yet. What does that mean? He's he's like look at his contract. He's a like he's getting paid peanuts compared to some of the other quarterbacks. For real? Yeah, I didn't know that. Let me pull up the actual numbers. Pobrecito. So basically, what happened is. Jerry was like, "Uh, uh-uh, uh, my people are not taking a knee, and they don't have the option to take a knee, right?" Pretty much. And so, yeah, really quick, um, yeah, I remember this last year because we were talking. My brothers and I were talking about Dak's uh, contract, and Matt Matthew Stafford, who is an, a Highland Park kid, um, was one of the quarterbacks that got one of the biggest contracts. In I want to say, like in the first two quarters of his first game, Matthew Stafford made what Dak Prescott would have made the whole year. How Dak, Dak Prescott's 2018 salary is 630,000. Shut the fuck up. So that's a lot of money to us. It is. But to quarterbacks that is nothing. Especially Those for someone pennies. who like did what so, he did for the Cowboys. Exactly. Right well, off the you bat. know, they 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 got they they were smart and got him early when they weren't really sure, but I mean his contract will be up in in I don't know how long, but in enough time to where he'll be able to capitalize on it by doing Cap- I feel like doing things that he's doing right now right so i'm sure jerry's gonna cake it the fuck up so that he can stay quiet and keep doing his business i didn't realize that that's really interesting um so basically jerry was like nah my people are not doing this and then there was also that controversy with dez which is a little bit older yeah where dez was like calling them out on their bullshit which i thought was cool um but an artist trey wilder here in dallas made a mural at the fab yard that essentially depicted Dak Prescott, QB of the Cowboys, which a lot of you probably know by now, <laughs> as the character in Get Out in the Sunken Place, which was like, wow. Like I was my jaw was dropped like the character in the movie in that picture. Like I was like, whoa. Um, so that was really, really dope to see. I obviously love when artists like push the fucking envelope because that's what they should be doing in times like this. And Dak was like just so Like, I don't know if you saw the video after where he was just like, oh, well, you know, people are going to have their own thoughts and opinions. Oh, yeah. No, he said he was like, I know I'm going to face backlash for it, but I stand by what I said and blah, blah, blah. Because he basically backed whatever Jerry said. Because you're still trying to get that paycheck. And the next I went and saw it the day after it was there and it was already defaced. And I was like, 
cool. Okay, that didn't take but 24 <laughs> hours, maybe. Um, I was there with Maria, and who was on one of our episodes, and... That's weird that... So, like, the, the fabrication yard's a legal graffiti wall. Mm-hmm. One of the... What... Uh, was supposed to be several walls, legal walls, but we're not going to talk about right now. Ooh, interesting um, drama. But defacing or going over like a, a piece or whatever mm-hmm. at that yard is, it's not frowned upon, but it's just like, come on, man. It's rude. When it comes to, when it comes to like writers, it's like, all right, you went and went over a legal piece right like, what, what do you get out of it yeah no for sure and i was wondering that because all the other pieces like unless they're just faded it's when they start faded 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 they start you know kind of doing more work over it but for the most part it's like everything was just there and that one was so obviously like defaced uh, maria said that the quote at the bottom was part of alex jones's team <laughs> and i was like shut the fuck up and she was like yeah they say that they go by that and then yeah. it said like because that's where we saw it we saw it already messed up yeah. and it said like paid for by the media and i'm like who how is this paid for by the media like yeah. somebody didn't this artist did not say okay i'm gonna create this like no this is stupid it got media attention which she and i were also talking about this because People like us within the community share this and it goes viral because our voices have that power now with things like Twitter. Yeah. And the Selena thing that I said proves that because my tweet created this whole fucking uproar. And I'm not saying that as like a am a clout god or anything like that. But truly, these news stations are getting these stories from things like Twitter and these tweets that are going viral. And, and that's what people are interested in because we relate to it. Um sorry wow. my phone's ringing hold on <laughs> i gotta hey. okay no dile que ahorita voy you're a whole actor you're an entire okay. actor okay we gotta wrap it up Pap said we gotta go okay bye <laughs> good episode thank you <laughs> so anyways that was really interesting shout out to trey wilder though because i thought it was really dope i hope to have him on the show someday soon um in lighter news i just want to say a quick congratulations to Sharice Davids, a gay Native American who won the Democratic primary in Kansas, y'all. So shout out to her. That's amazing, especially in a place like Kansas. I think you give places like Texas hope. Um, then another shout out to a cool little story, which was of a new assistant coach for the Raiders. Her name is... Huh? Said I'm a Raiders fan now. Oh, <laughs> all of a sudden. Oh, hype beast bandwagon <laughs> fan. Get out of here. Watch his blind spotting once. <laughs> um, Kelsey Martinez has been named the assistant coach for the Raiders. I keep avoiding saying Oakland because I f- the movie at the end, they got moved. Vegas. Yeah, but that was just my joke. Well, they're they're going to. They, they are, are for going, real. Yeah, yeah, it happened like. What, I thought so, but ago? did it already happen? It like passed so like a few years ago, but they got to get everything situated. Okay, yeah. so they haven't officially moved yet. Not they haven't yet. officially moved. That's what I, I think thought. This is, this is their last year mm-hmm. in Oakland. Okay, so Kelsey is still out there in Oakland. Uh, congrats to her. It's always dope to see women in these positions. 
Pat, you look like you got something to say. No, I'm just, that's what I'm saying. I, I get happy when I see women in sports taking big leadership roles because I I like sports and follow sports. So sports. I'm, sports. Sports. Oh, my God. I was supposed to sing it with me. We yeah, usually but do that. This OJ. Because this when the Spurs had their um, coach, this is also a female coach, too. I was just like, yeah. Yeah, I I love seeing that. I think it's really amazing until people like Chris Paul talk shit, and then I want to hit him in the face. But but he also thinks the Earth is flat. Ooh, or was that Kyrie Irving? That was Kyrie Irving, yeah. and another one, Jr. Smith. He was another one too. No. Anyways, uh, shout out to both of these ladies being bad bitches. Um, God, there's a lot of sports news. Jesus Christ, sports. Um, I feel like everybody's tired about hearing about this. Tired of hearing about this um shockingly shockingly unsurprising what did i say god shockingly not surprised oh lord uh lebron james opened a school i've heard criticism of his uh organization his non-profit a while back and i was like oh interesting but this shit is like mad dope his you said his 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 og organization that was like i think a non-profit for like charitable work um but this school is like next level i can't complain like this is like transportation everything food like i think it said he put eight million into this and i was like holy shit in his hometown that is everything i thought it was really dope and i i've i've not been a big fan of his as a player but i can't not love the man now i um i am a i do you think he's the greatest player of all time no absolutely okay. not i'm just curious but people... uh he's one of one of the best players of now i think um, he's one of the best athlete humans he is he is a he's probably a freaking the best he's he's probably one of the fastest linebacker like build athletes that i've ever seen yeah he's amazing um i also liked that on twitter he or was it twitter maybe it was instagram, instagram that he because there's like which we'll talk about here in a second. Um, all the amazing black women on issues for September magazines. Mm, yeah. And yeah, he yeah. shared the one with the literal queens of Pose, the tra- transgender women. And I was mm. like, that's so huge. Like, that's so sad our expectations are that low, right? That, like, this athlete figure of masculinity is sharing these trans women. But it was, like, amazing. And it was really cool to see that. Um, so shout out to LeBron. Shout out to all these people doing groundbreaking things um in the modern society that's constantly pushing the opposite now i can transition to a little chat about these magazines um and i'll start with the one that had something to do closer to the latinx community oh my people jesus so as soon as i saw this image i thought of cholas i did and i even tweeted about it yeah rihanna's vogue i think british vogue um magazine it's amazing it's art af and it's great i was just being silly in that like i was like lol this reminds me of chola eyebrows however i as an individual Mm -hmm. understand that most of these quote-unquote iconic things to our community are often or were or still are things that we got from the black community (laughs) Mm -hmm. and that's where like 
I think our anti-blackness sleeps in that we don't recognize a lot of that, whether it be grills, whether it be fades, whether it be whatever hairstyle or just style in general, sneakers, all these things. And some of the things it's hard to differentiate because our communities live together often. And like in New York with hip hop, black and brown people created that together, right? Mm -hmm. So it's hard to separate that. But in these circumstances, when a dumb bench writes a whole piece for Marie Clarie talking about like, I feel weird because Rihanna appropriated my culture. Shut the fuck up. (laughs) What are you doing? You're an embarrassment. Yeah. You're literally embarrassing. And then you represent our whole culture like this. Really? Really? Like, so frustrating to see. And so, like, I didn't even say anything afterwards because I knew I was going to have to talk about it on here because I was like, this is the dumbest thing. And she's a white Latina, of course. So then it's Mm. like, y'all always get your feelings hurt a little bit quicker than we do. And you can't just, like, sit there and enjoy it and just realize that, like, that shit's not ours to own, for one. And you look dumb. You look real dumb. And Rihanna looks iconic. (sighs) So it's just frustrating, but not surprising shockingly unsurprising (laughs) that's that new god that's rough (laughs) anyways i don't know if you have any feelings on rihanna eyebrows rihanna's eyebrows um bad gal riri can do no wrong she can i agree Um, she's a pisces queen yes you're right oh wow Um, yes stars i understand her so well um wait just because i'm able to Uh uh-huh really communicate with her without like directly speaking to her what are you saying um (laughs) that way you were like with pisces yeah okay um yeah no i mean what you said was you know i I feel the same way and it's just like i seeing that i i you know i I skim through and i'm just like it's ridiculous because like do we really do do we need the time to focus on your argument about that no it's literally it's embarrassing yeah it's actually embarrassing and I, I was thinking about it and I was like, our show itself is a testimony to how much black culture is, like how much we use it, love it, accept it, appropriate it, all these things, especially within the Latinx community. And we really need to recognize that. And I think there's power in recognizing that so we can respect it on a different level than just crying when we don't see our face represented yet we can't even like tell our mom to stop being anti-black i don't know it's just really uh complicated i wanted to celebrate um one other queen that made history by getting which is the biggest hunk of bullshit shockingly unsurprising that vogue had never ever ever in their history of their existence had a black photographer that's crazy when i read that i was like no like Like, i think it's 107 years this is that's insane and beyonce made that happen like wow and it's amazing it's a great shoot she had a great um interview oh my god uh it's a really great sweet interview and it is sweet I don't know. Did you read it? You no. didn't read it. You're just playing with my emotions. I should have known. Um, so props to Beyonce. Props to the photographer. It's a, it's it's always nice when we get a little taste of Beyonce's reality. Did you read the interview he they did with him too? They did no, I saw him post really it, good. but I didn't get to read it. I think his name is Tyler. 
the photographer? Yes. I can't remember his last name, but it, it talked wow. about how he like, he like started by doing like photography and video for skateboarding. He's into skateboarding. Oh, Cute. The photographer's name is Tyler Mitchell. So shout out to Beyonce for purposely choosing this artist to highlight and shout out to him for hopefully now having the well-deserved career he should. In local news, Oak Cliff blew up when J. Cole made a whole shout-out on a World Star Hip Hop freestyle. That was just exclusively for World Star, right? Yeah. Um, I know I saw this like 15,000 times on my Instagram, and I thought it was like, I was like, is this real? Did he really shout-out Oak Cliff? And he did. He sure did. How do you feel about this? Uh, <laughs> it was just, it was funny to me. Uh I always feel a little weird with artists like that. It felt weird, but I was like, that's cool, I guess. I mean, it is cool. I It only adds to what Oak Cliff is going through right now. Yikes. All the change. It's like, oh, change. you know, like if there was an Oak Cliff Visitors and Convention Bureau, they'd be like, oh, yes. And we were acknowledged by the one and only J. Cole. Jermaine. Yeah, Jermaine. Young Simba. <laughs> Um, but shout out to all my PG folks. Shout out to Godson, oh God. Peaks, Rodriguez gang. Whenever out there. he shouts out PG, that's when the world will end. <laughs> um, or GP, I'll take either. Uh, so thank you, Sir Cole, for recognizing Jermaine. this wonderful part of the city. <laughs> it was just silly. It was a, outside of that. It was a dope, like a dope. Um, he brought some bars. He did. So I was happy to. Although you and I had a discussion about what a freestyle actually is in modern society, which I just have to bring up because I still like I'm no MC. But from what I understand about hip hop, you know, and real recognize. I was just like, hmm. okay, Yeah. I mean, there was a point in time when they started using that term for things that weren't freestyles. And so because my guy got edits, video cuts, locations, yeah. and I was like, that's not a freestyle. It's very much written. So where I'm from, a freestyle is off the top. Does that mean you should do one? Should I? <gasps> dun, dun, dun. Nah, Pat said we don't have time. Oh, she did not. I Come on, Bucky's Popcorn. Do we? Yes, do we'll it. make time. Pat said we don't have time. Do, do it. You've it. never done it on the show. I think he was about to go okay. off face I off. I was. Of he was about to go yes, off. Yes, he was about to go off. I like, <laughs> keep his rapper voice off. Let's go. How does she know? Because I don't need a sign. I'm not Mel Gibson. I got rhymes. I'm straight spitting really quickly Uh-oh. off the top. Yo, I drop straight bars. Don't drop the hook. Decolores, big DC, no comic book. You better <laughs> stop and look. EP and R straight drop the truth. Mm. I'm coming through quickly. Want to get with me, please? I spit these lyrics so nice. MC epitome right here. EKZ, IL to the E, Eva and Pat the Gat. Grab it real quick because I'm coming back uh, on a track. Don't need it for the podcast. You can stop that drop rap coming through with that. Uh. Got a nice top hat. Not really. I ain't shucking and jiving, dancing for anybody. I got plenty bodies. When it comes to this, you compare me to Gotti doing it. Uh, I got plenty of rhymes. Listen to what the bar says. When it comes to this and spitting, I'm the rap Rafa Marquez doing it a I long know. time. Got a long rhyme. Somebody better do it. Not Ace of Base, but you done seen the sign. Woo-wee, Mel Gibson. <laughs> That's the one take you have for that. <laughs> yes. The Mel- one takeaway. The one she fucking says Mel Gibson. Because he said so he ended with signs, so I had to give it back to oh, him. Oh, yeah. Come Started on. and ended it. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Hello. 
um, you sir have a little talent, I guess, or whatever. So that's a freestyle. I agree. Yes. Well done. Thank you. But <clears throat> to go back to what a freestyle is, that's what <laughs> that's what the people that <laughs> I run with know what a freestyle is, right? Right. And so when you write it down, it's just when you say it's a freestyle and clearly it's not, it's premeditated and written. That's a little bit different. That, and that's where the old hip hop heads are like, none of these young dudes. Yeah. And I'm like, I get it. Yeah. Like, it makes sense. That purest lifestyle, you know? Yeah. To wrap up the juice, I wanted to uh, cover a few different things. Uh, We, after recording last episode, went to watch Sorry to Bother You. Maybe if you haven't seen it, skip over this part. We won't talk about it for more than like four minutes max, I would say. Um, Rafa, how did you feel about this film? Ooh. (laughs) I'm all, I'm I'm so I'm all about it. Okay. Um but I felt so strange and I was so scared and anxious afterwards. Were you? I really was, but um I'm all I'm all for it. Yeah. Like I was like rally. grabbing your leg. I was freaking out. It, it was it was wild. Um cuz like you you're sitting there and you're engaged and you're invested and you're and you're you know you're you're buying in and then you're you're completely flipped upside down and uh it was just a, it was a difficult reaction to process cuz you know when you react to something you just feel it and you mm-hmm. and you you go with it but at that point in time it was like confusing there were so many feelings there i were. think and there were i i think boots is a genius yeah um this is his first film which is crazy which to me. is the most ugh. like i cannot wait to see what else he does so he's also the musician um in the coup i think the lead musician <clears throat> and they did the soundtrack which is amazing and i know rafa said he listened to them back in the day yeah um they're from oakland which is where the movie is based and he has some connections to basically revolutionaries in his family lineage so he's been exposed to activism and stuff for a while yeah they were big during like that time and i had mentioned this last uh, or a few days ago mm-hmm. when i was like really into dead press back in like my high school pre-college days or whatever but um i remember i was a big fan of them because they almost seemed to like foresee the future right so if you if you if you go back and look up the coup they had an album that came out in 2001 called party music and so they had some album, and, and I always say this, but they had some album art that was them standing in front of the Twin Towers in New York with an explosion happening at, at the Twin Towers. And it looks like they're holding a detonator. There was con- controversy over that. They weren't. But ultimately, they ended up having to change the album artwork because later on that year, September 11th happened. And so, so their crazy. album cover was basically the I remember twin- the controversy around the yeah, album. Yeah, and so it was wild, but... Um, we were talking about how them kind of seeing what's going on in in you know our society happening and making a statement on it, kind of you know presented this this foresight that that was just incredible to yeah, witness. Yeah, a lot of people don't have that, and I think this film is touching on so many subjects people haven't necessarily considered, but because we're living in it, and this is such a light if you haven't already kind of really explored what the damages of capitalism are mm-hmm. um and it's just it's absurdist it's sci-fi it's dark 
humor so if you're not into weird shit you're probably not gonna like it it's to me the most amazing thing I've seen all year um I have not seen anything like this in a long time and I live for shit like this so Boots has a real fan in me now um because even his interviews he's he's there he's all there he's not like you think he's woke in this and then he says this even though you know Lakeith Stanfield has been mad problematic lately the the <laughs> fucking lead actor but the the movie itself is really a piece of art in my opinion i don't want to go too into details our feeling after leaving we were all shook as hell yeah, it was crazy um but it also made me want to go kick ass so that was really cool um yeah so that movie is out and you should go support it and the reason i brought that up is because there's lots of films right now that are covering really important subject matter there's also the trayvon martin story that's airing on bet i believe uh i don't think you've seen it i have not it's really heavy um I feel really close to this story because that's pretty much whenever I first got invested in any form of activism, I guess, or just like it happened my senior year of high school and he was around my age. And so like that's pretty much the birth of when I started Mm. opening my eyes. Um, And so seeing that story, it's EP'd by your man, Jay-Z, and it's really interesting. Uh, There's also Blind Spotting that's out right now by David, David, sorry. Diggs and Rafael Gasol, Rafael Cost. I don't remember his last name, but they wrote it together. That one covers a lot of, um, honestly, it covered a lot of masculinity issues to me, which I thought was really fascinating, um, as well as like police brutality, race in America. And a lot of these things are covering these very important topics. And I think it's really interesting because it's always a reflection of events that had sprung up two years prior basically because it takes a minute to make a film um so i always find that really interesting and it's almost overwhelming because then there's also the movie that you the book you the hate you give the thug um the last like the trailers leading up to this movie right but all the trailers that we're watching even in sorry to bother you it's all films about police brutality yeah and like even in when we watched blind spotting it was the same thing and i'm like whoo this is a really heavy time in film and it's amazing because they're all done by um people of color most of these are starring them as leads and i obviously want to support that but i'm like whoo this shit is like mad triggering um And it's really, really important, necessary content. But damn, there's also things like Crazy Rich Asians, which we should go support, which is another uh, very important film. I've heard it's amazing. I can't wait to watch it because it's covering and it's the first biggest Asian film since Joy Luck Club. Like it's been that long. We don't often see Asians on screen, especially in leads, especially in big film premieres so go support these films i've really enjoyed the ones i've seen i'm probably gonna spread it out also black klansman i've heard is amazing i can't wait to watch that like there's literally so many and it's just just so telling of where we are in society right now and that's my favorite thing about film and media because it's always telling of where we are i feel like i feel like a renaissance coming on real talk like a black renaissance like or a, a people of color renaissance <laughs> i just i i just feel like there's a renaissance on the horizon expand right it will okay oh wait are you asking me <laughs> you expand on what you're saying fool. no i feel like um because of the the world that we're living in now 
with all of the elements that are tying us closer together and making the world smaller and then all of the resources that we are basically taking and creating for ourselves as a community it's allowing us to really one um come into power in terms of how we tell our own stories Mm -hmm. and like really make sure that we create better situations and better environments and better like everything for ourselves so this is a part of how we kind of evolve into where we fit in the bigger picture and in the grand scheme of things how like our society ends up like really coming to terms with how people of color and and you know, women and certain, you know, marginalized communities have been treated in the past, how we kind of come to terms with that and say, nope, that's not going to happen anymore. We're, things are going to change because the world is changing and now you're going to understand what it's like for us and, and we're going to be in control of what what our lives are supposed to be. I like it. I'm here yeah, for it. Same. Yes. All right. With that, we'll wrap up the juice and now we can jump to our interview. We now have the pleasure of welcoming to the show two lovely human beings who I'm a big fan of. They have such a warm energy that you might even say is electric. (laughs) You know, I got it. I gotta laugh. You came. You came. Know, of, that's like a Ralphie it. joke. It is. <laughs> <laughs> so we're gonna start with Shanice, who is a part-time entrepreneur and full-time mess. In 2016, she decided to switch to a plant-based diet after battling with an autoimmune disease. Lack of options, representation, and community led her on a mission to create the experience they were searching for. The following year, she opened up. Electric Kitchen, Electric Kitchen, a plant-based pop-up that focuses on cultural cuisine and community connection with her partner, Ashley. When Shanice isn't in the kitchen, she's telling jokes on stage or staying in her own magic, a.k.a. business. Ashley picked up a passion for really understanding the keys to building the life you want while having little to no resources after listening to Jay-Z's 444 album. She had a desire to educate people that look like and come from the same communities as her on how to level up in a society that likes to keep you at a disadvantage. She became a licensed insurance agent and started adulting with Ashley with a focus on teaching core financial and life fundamentals while helping you secure your own bag now she's focusing on continuing her education in finance real estate and all things adulting from one of our favorite first few brown businesses of the week please welcome two of the lovely ladies of electric kitchen shanice and ashley Thank you. Thank you so much for joining us on the Colores Radio. Yes, thank yes, you. That's such a lovely intro. Yeah, yeah, I was like, <laughs> there's so many. I always feel like my mouth's like, <laughs> and I'm like, oh god, I'm stuttering. It's real wordy, but no, you got it's not. It. They're amazing. It's not. It's good. Okay, thank no, you. No, they're good. Good bios. I'm sure some 444 fans are very excited. Yeah. Oh, thank you. Yes. <laughs> I mean, you got to respect the greatest alive. But let's move on. Oh, my God. We can get into that later. Beyonce, you're right. The car. That's true. We can agree on that. We'll agree on that. Mutual. So tell us a little bit about your backgrounds. Where are y'all from? We're both Dallas natives. I'm a North Dallas, um, like Farmer's Branch, Carrollton native. Nice. I grew up in Mesquite. Oh, hey. Mm -hmm. 
Very nice. So then what were your childhoods like? Mm, very different. <laughs> very different from <laughs> each other. Let's hear it. Let's yeah. hear it, Shanice. Um, I grew up in a mixed race home, but it wasn't really mixed because I had a single white mom. Um, but... <laughs> But you were a mixed race child. Yes, mixed yes. race child. All mixed up. Um, yeah, I grew up real churchy. Mm-hmm. Um, at a certain Same. point, we really got heavy into the church life. And so I was a worship leader. I traveled oh, wow. and did, yeah, um, did some time with that. And um, yeah, I was called that. Like, doing I know, that's time. funny yeah, the way you said it. Yeah. Yeah, you know what's bad is I didn't even flinch. I felt yeah, it. Yeah. No, I was going to be like, yeah, I did some time too. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, we've all served a little time behind those bars. Literally. No, um, but yeah, I just, that was kind of my upbringing. I did classical voice. I sang. Um, yeah, so I did that Opera. all from middle school to high singer. school into okay, college. Okay, all these you don't, little no, secrets. No, 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 no. You don't have to sing right now. Yeah. But you will <laughs> later, boo. You don't, uh, don't feel Let me keep drinking this wine. <laughs> <laughs> you, might catch, you might catch a little something. Yeah. No, but um, yeah, so music was always my big thing. I went to college for opera for a little bit and then decided that that wasn't going to be my thing. I started doing jazz. Ooh. And then I started writing and performing all over Dallas. And I had a little band for a little while. Oh, my God. And, yeah, and that was fun. And then um, then I stopped doing music and decided to get, like, an adult job, which, because I needed insurance. I fell ill and I had got, was like, oh, gosh, well, I guess I'm going to go to work. And so mm-hmm. I can have insurance and support myself and all that. So I worked for Nordstrom for seven years. Dang. And in the middle of that, met Ashley. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah. <laughs> and then that's where the journey kind of began, really, like all of this stuff. Right. Yo, you answered the... like 15 of my questions. Yeah, she did. She just said childhood. I'm yeah, like, like, is she going to stop? I no, grew up fast. <laughs> Real fast. <laughs> Mari Pogues I was mature. Stop. Oh, I'm dead. <laughs> Mari Pogues I'm fast. dead. <laughs> Oh my God! Yes, we knew. I take my mama car and smoke cigarettes. (laughs) That was like my whole childhood. Like I feel passionately about Maury. Like I want to see it live. Let's go. Yes, bring Maury. He's got his eyes, Maury. Maury is still thousand and ten percent. Yeah, it's on. He's like still. He's still aging. You know, like a fine white wine. Don't take Maury off. They gonna take more off. No, no, they that's a bank, big bank during the daytime. <laughs> For real, Jesus. I just feel like there's like phases of people. Like I feel like it's like an one of those belts on an assembly line where oh it's like, God. how do people still watch this? It's like, do those people just fall off the planet? And more people are like, Maury. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> like for me, it was like I was a kid that didn't have cable, so mm-hmm. that's what I was gonna watch. And I don't. My it was weird because my mom would be like, No, you cannot watch Jerry Springer. But Maury. But I would catch every episode of Maury, and I was like, ah, What she is your She was fine with Maury. She yeah, she was like, oh. Babies being bad is cool, but the fighting not cool. Yes, I little don't people. Oh. Yeah, uh, like, wrestling in a pulling. Hello. <laughs> <It's> not- <laughs> this is a yes. lot. This is too much. Oh god. So Ashley, tell us yes. about your childhood. <laughs> Did it involve more? It didn't involve more. It involved 106 in Park. That oh, was like my show in the summer. One. Um oh, kind of like Shanice, I grew up in the church. I played mm-hmm. basketball and that was my entire life was okay. basketball and church, yeah. Wow. <laughs> And you were in Mesquite. Yeah, in Mesquite. I went to Skyline High School. Oh, hey. Shout out to the Raiders, class of 07. My brother oh, would be doing backflips right now. He went to Skyline? Yeah. And so did, so did uh, um, Peaks and Godson. Oh, really? Ooh. Yeah, so did Mondo. Okay, damn. Yeah. Oh, All yeah, of Pleasant Grove. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> 
up in there. Yes. How funny. So uh, cool. What else was my child? I had a really boring ass childhood. Did like you? I didn't do anything. My parents were like, go to church, sing about Jesus mm. and come home. Did you serve time? Yes, that was my childhood. And did y'all didn't have any big like influential things happen then or did it more so happen like later on? Because we usually go from mm. like childhood to education and how that affected you and where you are now. Mm. Um. I'm horrible with education. I'm like such a firm believer in it. But once I got past like middle school, I was just like, I want to learn on my own. Mm -hmm. And now I'm like, ooh, dumb bitch. But <laughs> like parts of me are like, that was so, it wasn't, I just wasn't cultivated in the way that I needed to be. Like I was mm -hmm. always a stellar student, like mm -hmm. in the talented and gifted programs, but I just had such a like, taste for the world like I really mm. wanted to like know more than just the basic facts and once I felt like we were learning the same history over mm. and over and over again it was just mm. like ugh. and I felt so jaded by it so like by eighth grade I was like "Ooh, push me through high school so I can just like figure it out so I really clung to music mm -hmm. and I mean not in like a Lauren Hill like way because clearly Stop. I'm not not as an escape but just like well if I'm gonna do something here like it's, it's gonna be yeah, yeah. This, this could be my thing and I could maybe like make a career out of it and so that was kind of what pushed me through school. And then by the time college came, I was like, I'm a woman of the world. Oh my God. <laughs> and that was dumb too. But see, I was yeah. never brave enough to do that. I remember I had this conversation with my aunt. I was like, I want to be an artist. I mm. want to make music. And she was like, okay, but what are you going to do to make money? Yeah, what's... And I was like, ooh, be a doctor? Aww. That's what everybody say, right? I uh -huh. want to be a doctor. So that's what my whole like life was, was kind of assimilating to what other people thought mm. I should be. And I never felt comfortable saying what my truth was. Right. So I didn't get comfortable with myself until, ooh. You met me. <laughs> hey. <laughs> I keep, no. That was like, the most right confidence I've seen. Until you met me. Not Just meeting mine. you. I would say meeting Drashawn. Dreshawn. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's about Shanice, okay? He was my group. He was my one friend that I had outside of the church. And I got to experience life, like, for the first time with him a little bit. Um, and oh, so that was so about cute. five years ago. Like, I'm just now coming mm. into myself. That's beautiful. Yeah. That's real. That was right before you met me. Shanice. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I'm Thank dead. <laughs> no, we don't. Say it again. <laughs> No, but that's really, I think that's really fascinating even stating that because it was like you were saying you knew you were a great student. You knew what you had to do. You were kind of just doing it. You were also just like assimilating to whatever people around you mm -hmm. wanted you to be. And you mm -hmm. just wanted to make them happy, which mm -hmm. in turn makes you lack self, mm -hmm. yeah. I think. So well, I think. Especially as, I mean, Ashley was closeted. Oh, for my whole life. Yeah, for my whole <laughs> life. And I was never expecting to be on and that's even when you say queer i'm like am i queer and i'm like yeah, like what it, <laughs> get, let's get into that yes please for her because for both to, of you because oh. it's, it's a completely different um, oh yeah yeah, yeah. okay because your experience is important too okay, even though we've heard it. the closeted story right yeah yeah but it's a little bit different i think i never really felt like i knew i had to come out to like my mom and my dad mm -hmm. and my dad still doesn't get it when i told him that I was in a relationship with Shanice. He said, oh, you're too pretty. Oh, my God. And I was like, okay. And that was the last time we talked about it wow. until literally two weeks ago. No, three weeks ago, right before her dad died. Mm. My dad randomly showed up and was like, 
told me everything that I was doing wrong. Was like, you can't be with her. This is not what the Bible says. You're supposed to be with the man. I was like, I've been with her for five years. Wow. <laughs> yeah. So you're it's not very crazy. close to your parents then in general? No, not at all. And after you like shared that with them, did it get worse? And you were just like, I my mom kind of fell off the face of the earth. Like once I told her, she locked herself in her room. Mm. Literally, I... <laughs> You would think that I would have did that in like high school, her locking herself in her room, but that was what five years ago. Mm-hmm. So I was out of college. I was an adult. Wow. She told her, I used to be so proud to tell people about you. Yeah. Like, like wow. all of her accomplishments had just disappeared. Yeah. But like, I don't know. She was just disappointed because she thought that we were going to make great roommates and I was going to be a great role model. Yeah, my dad kept telling wow. Shanice before he knew that we Got were together. Him. He kept telling her, you're so going to make someone a great wife. Yeah, y'all like were roommates. Me. No, yes, we, we weren't were. roommates. We were dating. That's what my dad oh. called it. Oh, that's what my dad called oh, okay. it, roommates. I'm like, oh, dying. that's a roommate. That's a roommate. You're going to make somebody a great wife. I'm like, yeah, I am. My Your wife. daughter. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> wow. That yeah. is hilarious. Oh, and man. all of that, of course, is driven by religion. A hundred percent. Okay. That's what I, that's what we always discuss. And it's just like the never ending story. Yeah. My dad can't even think for himself. Like Mm. he doesn't have his own mind. Everything, every opinion that he has about me being gay comes from the Bible. Wow. It's just filtered through. Well, not even the Bible. It's filtered through church rhetoric. I don't even think it's like the actual Bible. Right, because well, right. the Bible itself doesn't say beyond the typical like, oh, this is like Sodom and Gomorrah, blah, yeah. blah, blah. Because yeah, that. that's the bullshit that they all spit where they're saying this is horrible in this way, but it also talks about divorce. It mm. talks about all these other things that are normal society accepted things, but that's where the Christian rhetoric yeah. does come in that plays into where the political beliefs are, where they then in turn use it against mm-hmm. these mm-hmm. communities that are just trying to exist on mm-hmm. like a yeah. somewhat level playing field. Mm-hmm. At least that's how I yeah. see it. Well, and that's, I mean, I hate to like make it so elementary, but it's the same for for any type of bullying, mm-hmm. which I mean- Or any oppression. Or, oppression, yeah. yeah. I guess bullying is, is keeping it alive. Right. <laughs> it's like, it's in that, in, that, in that sense, that was your dad bullying, I guess. Mm-hmm. The, right. It's like- Anything that's that's an easy identifiable thing. That's right. where it's like if I can easily pinpoint it. You can't just see somebody walk down the street. Sometimes you'd be like, "Sis, you look divorced." <laughs> like Stop. sometimes you can't. You can just look at somebody <laughs> oh like you must God, be going what? through. What? But, like, but you can't just look at somebody and say like, "Ooh, you cheat on your wife," or yeah. "Ooh, you know, like ooh, you just went through a divorce." It's easy to say like, "Oh." I mean, depending on how fabulous, but it's like, it's easy to say like, Ooh, you're gay or that's Mm -hmm. because, and it's such a, we just have a hard time grasping things that we don't understand and knowing that it's not for us to understand everything. And I mean, the Bible tells us that too, you know, Mm -hmm. like we're never going to know any, any, we're never going to know everything and we're never going to connect to or understand or be able to put ourselves in every single shoe, you know, and that's okay. But we are supposed to let people live their own lives you know and like that's just a hard thing for people to separate from i think just because naturally it's easier for us to interject into other people's lives than it is to interject in our own right and you know like make those own like say oh you know what while i'm over here worried about you i probably need to get in here and get on myself a little bit but we're not taught that like I think it's human nature to want to help people. And then you're taught these things that it's like, this is so dangerous. So mm-hmm. in your mind, it's like, I got to go make a right. statement. I got to go Red say flag. something like I'm, yeah. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm helping you. Right. But it's like, not if you're judging me, not if you are putting me in a, pot- in a potentially in a position to hurt myself or, mm-hmm. you know, like mm-hmm. or whatever. It's just. Oh, another thing that I used to hate my, um, 
a lot of my friends and family would tell me that they love me, but they hate the sin. Mm. And I'd be like, how are you separating me right mm. now? Right. Yeah. <laughs> I don't get that. Gosh, there's a lot of that. Yeah. Lots of that. I'm sure there's plenty more that you can think of that are just little sayings or mm-hmm. phrases or hell. I remember things that were said just because I went to Catholic school for a long time. Ooh, so it's yeah. like. I didn't, uh, that's literally not to make this about myself at all, but that's what, where I was like, I, I can't follow the church anymore. That mm-hmm. was the thing for me where I was like, y'all are hypocritical. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And my mom got really upset with me because mm-hmm. she was like, how are you going to say that? And I'm like, it is like, you can't tell me y'all are saying to love everybody and treat everybody mm-hmm. as equal. And then mm-hmm. you're telling me these people are bad when they're my homies or mm-hmm. whatever. And so that's where to me, I just, I stopped going it's to church. Inability, I mean, it's, it's honestly like, it's a, like an, an inability to deal with or understand the projections mm-hmm. that were yeah. conditioned into how you are supposed to live a life right? Mm-hmm. because of whatever reason. Mm-hmm. And so a lot of that is like, we're going to scare you into living this kind of way. Mm-hmm. And so everything after this day will be a projection of what we're telling you what to do. Right. Yeah. And so once once you break free from that, be it, you know, a, a particular person or an experience or something, you know, that moment that you have where you realize like, okay, I understand what this is and for for what it's worth, I understand the the, the set of morals and, and mm-hmm. how ethically aligned you might feel. Right. But there's a there's a you know, there's a journey that I gotta go on that's personal, that's unique to me, that's mm-hmm. different from you. Right. That doesn't mean I have to like set to these laws or, or yeah. rules or the whatever right but it also doesn't mean that i'm um a threat to you exactly you know, I right. think yeah that's, but it's like it's fear of the unknown and then it's also when you see somebody that's living so fearlessly and that's why like for me i've struggled to take on an identity because i feel mm-hmm. like i've had zero struggle as mm-hmm. long as i've been in the lgbtq community um which was just since I met Ashley. And that was like, but I didn't have no, to. No, you were in the community I was in the community as an, ally, <laughs> as an ally, but not as a participating member. <laughs> um, and, <laughs> and so like, and I'd always been an ally. And that was my thing. Like even as a worship leader, even as like somebody that was going on missions trips, like I would always struggle. I'd have these incredible relationships with mostly gay men. But, mm-hmm. And I was like, I love this person. This person loves me. They're, they're, a human being like not even they're a good person because i think we focus too much on that too it's like this is a great human being it's a great person it's like no it's just a person it doesn't matter Mm. if you know if they're They're great or not like that shouldn't be the baseline for why you can tolerate it or yeah it's but um i just was like this just can't be wrong like these are just regular people there's nothing like once you really sit down with when with my when i'm with my gay friends like it's a good time Mm -hmm. like i myself there's so much freedom there and i didn't ever respect or understand like the road to that freedom especially at like 17 when i'm with my 17 year old friend who is like hiding all of his stuff in his backpack and you know in in high school and like running into the bathroom really quick to be who he is Mm -hmm. with and might get caught and in the moment i'm just the church girl that's like oh my gosh like you're my i get to be a part of it you know and it's like for me that was a moment of freedom and for him that was a moment of great risk Mm -hmm. and i never really understood that until and even now i guess that's my own privilege because for me i never came out like i Mm. met ashley i never dated women before looked at women thought anything of it and i met her and i was like i told our friend who introduced us you should date her she's so smart and pretty and da 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 da. and then when we left i heard her tell him the same thing you should date her shut up i need this story give me the full story (laughs) of how y'all met don't give me this rundown miss please chill right now 
<laughs> we only believe in love like every three For real, weeks. This is a so. rare moment right now. <laughs> I'm, I'm jaded. <laughs> Jeez. We got Kickspo no. crying right now. <laughs> Kickspo crying. Hey, cut the camera. Tears sponsored camera. by Kickspo. Cut the camera tears out. Tears sponsored by Kickspo. I want that tatted on my Those back. Those are off-white tears. He won the raffle. I'm literally yes. dying. Okay. You, your, you, your entry has Ooh. been drawn. How many, how, many, how many of those damn screenshots Ooh. I got? No, I'm. I no. <laughs> that you didn't Where get picked. Wait, y'all gave them away. Your oh, entry no. wasn't selected. My that, friend won three black pairs of those. Don't tell me that. Don't tell me that. Literally. Honestly, I so I really actually like some of them, but. Oh, they're, they're nice. 60. I can't even get but the old now Kendrick I can Lamar because Reeboks. You send me so. that tweet where it's like the off-white sneakers are fuckboy sneakers. So I'm like, damn, now uh, I can't wear them around the dick. Let's be girl. real. You already knew that. True. You did. You know, sometimes we all want to be a little. Yeah. I mean, we do. Just own it. We're all a little bit of an F-boy. Shout out if you got them off-whites and nines, though. Then press those. Call at me. I got you. What's up? What's good? <laughs> Please oh my let, God. let him know, y'all. Please. Jesus. No. So let's go back to how y'all met. How, yes. met. how did we meet? Let us we believe in through, love. We met through Jershawn. Our friend Jershawn. He's a great out. photographer. Um, yes. Go follow him. It's Jerry and Sean put together. It's spelled just how y'all think. Okay. Um, <laughs> Jerry and Sean. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Um, we went to Barcadia. Yes, and I was there with a friend of mine. And I spilled a drink on you. Oh, my God. <laughs> so hold you on. did that on purpose. <laughs> no, I really didn't. I have really bad social anxiety, Aww. so I didn't know what to do with my hands when she was talking to me. And so I there was a drink literally fine. sitting on the edge of the table, and I just knocked it over and like spilled Shut it. Shut up! <laughs> That's I'm so, so cute. Sorry. Yes, but I did. I saw her, and like Ashley, she's so quiet in those like settings. And I'm always a person that's like, I want to know every person in the room. Mm-hmm. Like before I leave, I need to know at least <laughs> nice something balance. about you. Mm-hmm. Just and so that's just my thing. And so. Whenever we were talking, she was so quiet. And I was like, okay, well, what about you? Like, so she was telling us that she had just graduated college and was going to, you were going to be a police officer at that time. Yeah. That was real, yeah. real I stereotypical. I got to go. Well, so does she, apparently. Yeah. Oh, um, oh, I forgot about that time yes. in my life. And I wow. was like, oh. Okay, a well, whole that's police cute. officer. Yeah, because yes. I studied criminal justice. Mm, okay, that TW. explains it. That yeah. explains it. And so then that's whenever I went, I pulled Jershawn to the side after she was like telling us she had spilled her drink. And I was like, she's just so precious. And like, <laughs> she was, she was so sweet and warm. And he was like, trying to find a girlfriend out here in these streets heavy and so i was like why don't i like i literally walked with him and i was like oh my gosh that's your roommate and he was like yeah and i was like y'all need to y'all need to try and work something out i was like she's just she is so sweet and she's pretty she's educated i was like y'all live together that means like y'all must like each other you have something in common and he was like oh I'm not her type. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, oh, man. And I, you know, like, you can get it. Like, sometimes uh-huh. people just, and I was like, he's like, oh, no, I'm not her type. <laughs> and I was like, oh, yes, good for her. <laughs> like, you know, I was like, that is so awesome. Yes, my mother, my ally, my sister. <laughs> you know, Meanwhile, I'm, I'm plotting. Stop, you know how much going another yes. drink. <laughs> Once again, like, and at that point, I was really about the church, and I was with all my gay friends, and so I was like, "This is so awesome! I don't get to really meet lesbians that often, and that's so wonderful." And she's black, and yes, woman of color, she's a lesbian. She knows herself. She's sure herself. Another 
misconception. <laughs> and yeah. I think a lot of times too put on women of color. Mm, now that's real. Later. But so I just immediately assumed like she's, she is who she is. She's standing in that. And so I'm like, good for you, sis. So we go and sit back down and we're talking. <laughs> and then we went outside and to play the little Jenga game. Stop. And she rubbed up against my back. I said, oh, <laughs> <laughs> You know where you slide the little hand <laughs> in the middle back? you like, I'm trying to I spilled, I need to I get, spilled yeah. my drink again. Yes. <laughs> on your back. Yes. On your back. Oh, <laughs> okay. I said, oop, all right. But then I was like, oh, okay. That kind of lit my fire. <laughs> so I was like, mm, all right. Then she was like, oh, do you have a Twitter? I'm like, yeah. I Stop. A Twitter. Yeah. Twitter. yeah. Wow. Yeah. Gold. I, I, yes. <laughs> Yes. yes, I got a Twitter. Yes, yeah. I got a Twitter. So I then she went and followed me on Twitter. Bit. And then the very next day, we had our, like, we made plans right after that with. I our, made plans because I threw you that whole fake party. No, that was before. What? Hold. Wait, oh, wait. Oh, wait. Me I threw you, you that whole fake <laughs> party. Yes, I got I pumped. Did. Wait, we went to Barcadia before that? No, we went to Beauty Bar after that. So we oh, went, Beauty Bar. We went oh, and yeah. we smoked hookah and I took our, our friend Daniel and I was like, this is an odd situation. I was like, I think this little girl likes me. <laughs> I, like, I don't know. And I'm like, is it odd? I don't want to play in. I don't want to be that girl. Because, you know, then, and that was my other thing, too. I'm like, it's just so different for people who are, like, really gay. You know? And I was like, I, I don't want to. I literally feel bad. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't want to give. I don't want to, like, pull somebody through some emotional roller coaster. And then I come out clean on the other end. Mm-hmm. Because that happens, too. It's sexy for a straight woman to have an experience right. with a woman. Like, it makes you more marketable. And so, mm-hmm. like, that, and that's not fair. And so, um, I was like, come with me. And then if it. If it's, you know, we'll, you'll be able to tell me. You'll be like, sis, don't do it. Or Wait, what did he say? Did he say do it or no? Um, well, oh, look at us now. <laughs> I mean, we sitting here. I'm curious. He said no. No, he liked you. He liked you a oh, lot. Okay, he was like, good. I don't know, girl. She quiet. <laughs> 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 Ashley, Daniel and I used to run the streets. Ashley was like trying to keep up with us in Denton. We were out on Fry Street. And yeah. At, we were t- taking shots it. back to back and she was just like, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> like, this girl moved fast. Yeah. Oh. And then then we planned to go to Beauty Bar after that. Yeah. We went to Beauty Bar and we hung out there and that's when you planned your little fake party. Because mm-hmm. that's when I was still singing. I had, a, I had a birthday party that my band was booked for that night. And she was like, oh, we're having a housewarming party. Stop. With no furniture. No <laughs> Me. furniture. No, my mattress was on the floor. Stop. The, yeah, it was that in the place. <laughs> just Ooh, been delivered. That is fresh. Yes. And then it That's was the big party. College yeah. girls. All these girls that were there. All of my friends like, that did not like, know I was gay. I need gay. the balloons over there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Let's go. It was blank check. She oh was right. But it was even more check. more awkward because it was all of my college friends that didn't know I was gay. Oh so I was still God. trying to put on like this weird front for them. Mm-hmm. Except for one of my friends. Shout out to Julia. She was like, she Mexican. Hey. <laughs> she was like, she's my cousin. Are you trying to gay her? I was like, I think so. I'm like, not at sure me. She gay. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So we threw the little party, and she literally after that we went to Cafe Brazil, and she stayed the whole weekend, and then. Zane. Nothing we wild happened because I was still like, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, like, no, this we is a midlife crisis. But you know. were, you <laughs> were feeling it. I, yeah. I was, but then at the same time, I was like, I'm. Gosh, this was five years ago. I was like, I'm 23. Like, is this gonna be the rest of my life? Like, am I gonna be 
bisexual my lesbian like what do i know who do i know like i haven't even am i ready for this like i was asking all my friends and i had another friend that was like he was gay and he was like shanice you do not do this this is the worst thing that can happen to a gay person is when a straight person comes in and just ruins their life oh my god we're hanging out we're having so much fun and then actually Jershawn was her roommate and so i ended up moving in with them and then that was literally like a month later. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah, that was it. And that in the gay world is called U-Hauling. And mm-hmm. we did it. U-Hauling. U-Hauling. I am dead. I've never heard I that. moved in. I thought I knew U-Hauling? things. U-Hauling? I haven't yeah, heard U-Hauling. Yeah, <laughs> you call the it the next day. Yeah, but we made it. We've made it, well, so far. <laughs> You're doing um, great. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. But yeah, that, so was, that was it. Y'all make me so mad. Why? That's a beautiful story. Oh, <laughs> thank you. He acts like you can have it too. No, can I you? can't. Shut up. No, I can't. You're going to oh get your God. little kicks by. <laughs> I'm Kicks by. Kicks poppy. Yeah. Okay, I'm dead. Um, kicks poppy. <laughs> I got some really random questions. Yes. Um, <clears throat> what's the, what was the name of your band? Ooh. Oh, it... <laughs> Um, Shanice. No. <laughs> Duh. Well, yeah. It was I had a Shanice band, but it was me. I was the like I was the singer. My band was actually they just played in the instruments. It was so like I wrote everything. Okay. Kinda. What was it called? It was called Shanice. You were like Shade no. for real? No, <laughs> I just went by her name. I just went, she the whole went by band her went name. By so you were Shade. Yes, yeah, yeah, exactly. but my full name. Her dad even compared her to Sade, so you was Sade. You about if you don't okay. sing. I mean, today. you don't you don't have to sing, but we're gonna just leave <laughs> this <laughs> moment but the of blank. Like, like, if you don't. Yeah. The last time that I sang live was at my friend's dad's funeral, and that was a <laughs> no. Shit this show. no no this <laughs> won't. <laughs> You're just <laughs> no. <laughs> no, she, <laughs> All right, it was so bad. No, she was bad. Was it actually bad? Or yeah, no, it was bad. Because you know when like singers say bad, it's like my really good, and no. I got trained for three years. Well, it's like that. So it's kind of she hasn't done what is it vocal warming training stretch, whatever training. I haven't. I, I saw haven't her voice was a little shaky. Mm-hmm. She was off key. She was a little. <laughs> I'm glad you're there. honest. What I'm glad else, Simon? My God, <laughs> hated that's it. Gonna, that's gonna be a no for me. That's gonna be a no for me, dog. That's gonna be a no for me, dog. Goodness, no. <laughs> what really, really the the key is. So when I lost all that weight, my I want to talk about that too. Body, we have so much to talk about. Yes, my whole body shifted, and so like Literally. what was used to holding me up wasn't there anymore. And so my voice like has to be retrained. And I just I haven't sang in a long time. But so it's a muscle though. It's like muscle memory. It, it is. She can get it. Yeah. I mean, I'm not trying to pressure you, but. <laughs> Mm-hmm. We got these lessons. Somebody, lined somebody up. say Shanice, and then somebody say Shade. It's like you can't, and it's not live. Let's not get into it. Let me ask my other questions before, <laughs> yeah. before we get into another <clears throat> heavy hitter. What, what was the drink that you spilled? Oh, mm. it was a beer. No, it was a cider. Yeah, Ooh. that's all I remember was okay. a cider and a can. Um, and who was the DJ at Beauty Bar when y'all went? Sober. Ah, okay. yeah. That's what I thought. That's what the wedding will be like. No, I'm just kidding. I'm Always just sober. Yeah. <laughs> nah, because I can't hear no, uh, no more. Okay, no. Say it. Say <laughs> it. Say <laughs> I don't want it. This into a sober. You can't hear no more juvenile. I don't want to hear no more juvenile. <laughs> 
Now, hey, we're going to start our own you DJ De Colores group. So. Yeah, so De Colores is going to be doing a guest. We're, we'll be uh, rocking some DJ sets. And, so yeah. come after so, yeah. come after 1030. We'll get Juvenile beforehand. Oh, too short. <laughs> yeah. I don't want too short. Ooh, no too short. Okay. Right. He another one. That, yeah. Oh, you can still do that? I can still do both, like every weekend. Same, yeah. So <laughs> I listen to back that ass up like I don't hear it every other day. So oh. It'd be killing me. I feel like we went out. This was rare. This is probably why, because we don't go out often. We went out a couple nights. We went out a couple weekends in a row, and then we kept hearing the same music, and I was like, <sighs> but then it's because we're not kids anymore. We'd be uh-huh. at home listening to selection, yeah. <laughs> boring stuff. jazz, yeah. Marvin Gaye, <laughs> Shanice. Let's just, yes, let's just do a, ti- old, let's do a tiny albums. desk marathon. Just hey, we already got the mics. Those are actually great, great, though. Yeah, yeah. They are. Yeah. Too. So that's all y'all met. Then he fell in love. Yes. And, and then it got rocky. No. <laughs> and then it got rocky. <laughs> AKA we got dogs. Yo, that oh was my rocky. <laughs> that's the name of your dog? No, no, no. They have, oh. the, they have the cutest dogs. dogs is rocky. Yeah. No, what kind we, of dog? They're the cutest dogs. I died. Dogs? Dogs. And I met, I met them. How you... Eva, how do you know oh, everything about their lives and I have no clue? Because I follow them on Instagram, so that's other. all you gotta do. <laughs> it's so boring. No, it's really not. It's not that I would not be here. What's you that, would not be here IG? if you were boring. I, yes, <laughs> my IG is Cha Cha Shanice. C H A C H A. Oh my god, this is C H A N I S. Don't get it twisted. Yo, ain't nobody fucking with that IG handle though. Ain't nobody. Oh my god. It's an original. I haven't changed it once. Hey. Props. Yeah. I respect that. I, res- I respect people that it don't will. change their their social fine. media handles. Ooh. You change it all the time. Every <clears throat> every other day, Tahin Mom. I don't know what it is today. Oh, no. Wait, that's different. On Twitter, you can change it. On that, Instagram. but she changes the full ads. Oh, oh dang! I, I only change the app on Instagram. Pat's been changing her ads, y'all. I don't even know. If you listen to like every other podcast on Decolores, <laughs> you won't be able to find Pat on social media. Yeah, you'd be stressed out. <laughs> you'd be elusive. Is what I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> Me Which I, you, maybe that. that's what it is. You don't want to be easy to find. She you know wanna, what? I just, I respect that. No, she wants to be Pat found. Dot, Pat She's dot trying egg. to be found. No, she ain't trying to get found. She is. I know no, her. She <laughs> She's like, find my playlist, y'all. Follow it. <laughs> yes, it's a gym. Wait, she she live in real San Fran. It's popping your playlist. Yes, Pat's known for her music flavors. Yeah, for real. She'll probably hold us down. She'll listen to some cool shoegaze and stuff if you're into that. She on that new new. She puts us on. I appreciate. That's good. Yeah, I'm gonna find it. It's always nice to have that person for real, though. Yeah. Props to Pat. So now we're gonna return to our guest interview. Sorry. Did you have other questions, or is that it? I didn't. Those. I was very excited to see you have questions. Well, I did. I. That means he's very interested, you guys. Y'all are killing me right now. I did, I did stand up a couple nights ago at this girl's birthday party and oh one of the God. ladies came up and she was like, I just can't wait to hear from you. You just look so Aww. interesting. <laughs> I was just like, that's so sweet. Thank you. Yeah. I thought it was sweet. It was sweet, but I was just like. It makes you feel weird. Yeah, it does a little bit. How? Because, because it's like weirdly. It's like. Oh. that and it's just like well, bitch what if i'm not yeah <laughs> and i let you down what but if you, i'm just an empty so box you, like, <laughs> that's it i don't know y'all have y'all have this 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 formula that draws people in yeah and and, and and listening to your story or whatever it is 
Like, and there's so draw- much more we haven't gotten that's into. That's what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> you, like little. That's what I'm saying. I, I had to ask those questions because there were little nuances in what you were weaving into how y'all came to be. But yes. like all this stuff, I'm just you know we I'm drawn really in. We were really boring people. We well, we, we are weren't. not boring people. No, we were. I said we were. Yeah. We bubbled up. Yes, I but see, I, and apartment. so I think that's challenge. I think and that's Franklin part of what you what uh, part of what makes you you. Oh, thank you. You know what I'm saying? Is that it? W- there wasn't anything boring about that. Yeah. <laughs> well, we did spend a lot of time, like our formative years together. I say the beginning time because we moved. We moved to Houston for two years for my job, and actually oh, yeah. took the plunge and moved with me. And um, that was crazy because we were still young. I think that like. Even now, being mm-hmm. twenty eight and twenty nine, we're mm-hmm. like, oh, we're we're not old by any by any you know stretch of the imagination. Thirties and twenty, but mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, thirties and twenty. But and that's not even old. But I think that there's phases of your life and stages of your life where you feel older than you have, and then there's times I think that you're gonna feel younger. Even mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. like in those pockets where people are like, oh no, this was the best time of my life, and it's just that's the ebb and flow of life. But in the beginning of our relationship and moving kind of early on in that we had no i mean neither of us had to find like a dentist outside of the city at that point you know and it was like all the stuff that we felt like we're young we're black we're female we're queer we're taking on the world we're moving to another city that's only two hours away like you know like all these things like we thought we were really doing something but it was a struggle like it really Mm -hmm. hit us like heavy in that moment because we were moving and I was in a new position. I had just been promoted and I was like working Worked so hard and felt like I had to really prove myself. Yeah. Doing what? Um, I was at Nordstrom. I was a manager. Oh, that's oh, okay. the one you were mentioning. Yeah, and I was like. And it was at the height of your RA. Yeah, I had so, rheumatoid arthritis. So I was that like, was bad. At mm. this, I was just in so much pain and like we were young and we were young in our relationship and Ashley was like, how can I support you? You know, and like all these things, her mom got cancer mm. and that was odd too. Like tra- like her having to come back to Dallas for all of that and and with the situation we talked about And that's what that brought y'all earlier, back from Houston? No, we no. didn't know. Oh. And she's oh, fine. She's fine. She's okay now, but um, but what brought us back, honestly, was I think the tremendous amount of growth that we did in Houston. Like we, that stretch, that two years from twenty three to twenty five, that was that moment of like growing pains. Yeah, lots of growing pains within realizations. Like mm-hmm. I had always said, like I had wanted to um, own my own business. That was a big thing, and like I told Ashley that from the moment that we met, even through all of that. 20 something fumblings of like mm-hmm. at one point she was gonna be a police officer then she was going to the military then she's gonna be a truck driver then she's gonna be like ashley you've lived many lives many, she wanted stability <laughs> and from the jump like and i always wanted some kind of like free form life and her looking for stability was to be able to maintain that free form life mm-hmm. and so finally but i was the one that was in that stable position i couldn't let my job go right and we had been talking about it and talking about it and talking about it and i'm like i want to start my own business and then health became a big thing and Ashley mm-hmm. was like you've got to get your health like you she had seen how much pain I was in I was on 17 different prescriptions I was wow. 330 pounds yeah I was on oral chemo and I was just mm-hmm. in pain like it was hard for me to put my seatbelt on like there was and I was in retail so mm-hmm. I was up on my feet all the time and so finally she was like we're never gonna do it if we don't do it you know, like you have to make a decision. And so I stepped down. I moved mm-hmm. back to Dallas. Ashley stayed in Houston to live out the rest of our lease and like stack up some coins. Mm-hmm. I stepped down and, and took a lower level position with Nordstrom here. And um, <clears throat> she ended up moving back to Dallas. We moved into my mom's house. 
and until we could find our own house and that was wild because she a crazy white woman uh. and <laughs> and my mom is like one of those people that she's Shout out for to real Jan. a tv mom like you, she's great. You'd be like, you throw it off, but you come in clutch. Like, yeah, you can always count does. on her. You got to jump through some hoops of fire. But once you get funny. out of it, you'd be like, whoo, you got me? She's like, yep. Your hat's out of your You have to do me like that, but you got me. It's, Thank it's you. Good. Yeah. Thank so you. we stayed with her for a while, and that was growing pains. But mm-hmm. through that, I mean, Ashley really supported me in getting healthy and, like, mm-hmm. really, like, she wanted to see me healthy. Like she would cry if I was in too much pain. Mm. You're so sweet. You really are. But the Pisces, thing, like Pisces and yes. Cancer yes. over here. They're compatible and they're a great match. Just so you know, fantastic. We're water babies. But yeah, just that saying. was that was the the big like push for that. So when we came back to Dallas and I was trying to figure out what I wanted to do, mm. um, food kept coming up because we had recently transitioned to plant based, and that was like just had radically changed our lives. Like I got off all my prescriptions in two months. Mm. I lost 130 pounds in nine months, but it wasn't all from going plant-based All from mm-hmm. going plant-based. Well, and like really eating intuitively, like we cut out a lot of stuff to see like what was really affecting my body. We was really, raw. We were yeah, eating we mangoes, Brazil nuts, we spring water. We were doing it. Meals. We yeah. went alkaline. Shout out to Dr. Sabi. <laughs> we like we tried it all in 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 the plant based yes, world. I started working with different herbs. We started working a lot with cannabis, like to help me with inflammation and all of that stuff. And it was working. And I mean, after that, I was still at Nordstrom, and I was like, I've got to get out of here. <laughs> like at that point, I had exhausted my seven year. Like I was so burnt out. And Ashley had found her little stable job here and was like, I'm taking over now. Go ahead and quit. Hmm. And that was it. I was able to quit and fumble around for like months until (laughs) finally Electric Kitchen became. Hmm. And that was like our little baby. Our little baby. Yeah. Yeah. And so we started a business together and like that was literally has just all been within the past well, like you said it's an ebb and flow of life because now we're back in the growing pain stage <laughs> like trying to figure it out it's a cycle a little yeah. bit finding well, the and balance you, you started your own business yes like, Ooh, i did tell us tell Life us because we can dig into multiple things yes. from there yeah, but i want to hear more adulting with ashley it was birth off of 444 jay-z Aww. as i was listening to it i'm like, like what do i really know about wealth <clears throat> my parents haven't taught me anything other than go to college and hopefully you'll get a good job so mm-hmm. i was trying to unpack that and figure out what generational wealth meant to me and so i realized that there was a lot of legal loops that i could jump through and try to help people get jobs through life insurance through real estate and that's where we are now. And how do you navigate that as a as a black woman? Ooh, it's difficult because it's a whole bunch of white men. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, just I even to... generational wealth, like even mm-hmm. studying that to me mm-hmm. is like, whoa, most people of color can't even, even study that or talk yeah, about no. it because yeah. we just have the no understanding of wealth. Right. Like, so I, I'm, I'm taking notes like as y'all yes. talk. <laughs> um, I don't know why. You all have said boring so many times, right? Because <laughs> it's a funny it's joke. any uh, yeah, stand up like, comedy. Where where was it? Um, but it almost seems like there was this this constant or, or this ever evolving journey to understanding how health has become a part of your identity, and that's how mm-hmm. I see it. Whether it's 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 not necessarily like 
the most the most healthiest um mm-hmm. and that comes from me saying that i'm i'm not trying to project anything but yeah. in the sense of like understanding the emotional health of going through trials and tribulations mm-hmm. or the health of like the physical and and really going through you know the the like actual illnesses that you might experience mm-hmm. or even like the health as a wealth kind of mm-hmm. thing and yeah. understanding the value of that mm-hmm. so like this this whole idea of of health as part of your identity and being enriched and how much you all are so much more than just what you might have experienced as a singer or mm-hmm. as someone pursuing criminal justice mm-hmm. like yeah y- y'all are up here like dropping philosophy on us <laughs> honestly um and so i i i don't know i guess my question is more more of a like how do you see the the, the health aspect of your identity in terms of how you have become free with yourself mm. yeah that's a good question for me <clears throat> when we were in houston it started i went into like this really deep deep depression because i didn't know who i was i didn't know what my story was i always would follow people be like what is your story like mm. what are you going to tell people i'm like i i don't know cuz i didn't get a chance to explore that side of myself that was gay that or that is gay and that's happy and thriving I never got to thrive so I was like okay I'm sad for my like Mm. younger years I'm like grieving that but I'm still like not happy where I'm at currently when I was in Houston so I would I got this whiteboard I would always say we need to go to Michael's I need to just draw out my ideas so I got we got this whiteboard and we pinned it on the wall she still does this like get a piece of paper and pin it on the wall and it'll have like just like a random idea like a 24 by 36 size paper with like a little five inch like five by five it means something I can see it I can see it she's like what do you think of this I'm like hold on get closer (laughs) magnifying glass So I would always write these words down. I would come back to life insurance. I would come back to hemp, uh, cannabis, and I'd be like, I love real estate. And I would play around with those ideas. And it took four years for me to cultivate them and figure out how they're all intertwined. And then once I started, I got more confidence in myself and my voice. I was able to finally say, okay, this is who I am. This is the place that I have in this earth. Mm -hmm. And this is what I'm going to stand behind 100%. So it's like getting to 100% healthy. I still struggle with that like every day. I'm like in between 80 and 100. So I don't think I'm all the way there, but I'm I mean, I'm constantly there, striving there for it. Well, yeah, and that's yeah, and that's what not. I I guess that's what I allude to when I say like the mm-hmm. the whole idea of health being part of the identity because there's an understanding with mm-hmm. that. It's mm-hmm. like, yeah, if you're 100% across the board, yeah. Like that's what not, fantasy? I don't think that's possible for any story? person of exactly. color ever, ever, no, Period. or any person. And like even to hear to hear you say that that was that was so beautiful. I'm not trying to gas you up. But it we is. don't talk about that it that often, beautiful. or like mm-hmm. we don't self reflect that way. Which is mm-hmm. like, ooh, that was a hell of a ride. Like, <laughs> next, you know, a next ride. Yeah, yeah. Let me in. You want to you want to go again? Aww, and then say one let's more ride. Do it. Uh, but for us, like, <laughs> and we'd be dumb as hell and be like, "What? Yeah, us and the dogs, the dogs in the back. Oh my God, the dogs. We all strapped so in. Gay Let me see pictures. But so gay. we, um, but I think what works for us, and I will say, like on a relationship and on a friendship level, even is the fact that, like, where Ashley is at fifty. 
I'm a, I got the other 50. Mm. And there's some places where I got 10 that Ashley has 90. Yeah. And like, there's those moments where it's like, I, when we first met, Ashley used to tell me all the time, you're, you're so loud. Or she used to tell me like, you know, everybody, like we'd walk into the grocery store and she'd be like, I would hide she knew corner, she like, knew okay. that there'd be somebody there that I'd be like yeah. oh my gosh I used to babysit for her or I used to you know like we used to sing together we used to do and it was always something but when I would get Ashley by myself or like we'd end up in these conversations she'd be like how do you talk to somebody for that long and I'm like you talk to me for that long and you have such brilliance and like all these ideas and such a passion for community but those formative years those moments of like thriving she didn't have whereas i've just always approached <clears throat> life for whatever with a dumb sense of of you know just i'm just gonna throw it out there like that's just always been i think my own naivete mixed with you know Adven just adventurous like, yeah, yeah i mean but it's a lot of it is just like what's there to lose and it's like bitch a lot <laughs> you know like it's just i don't i don't weigh the risk but she does I do, I and do. so Ooh. it's everything. like finding those things where there's been moments where like I've had to learn, like it's healthy for me to like quiet down and almost take Ashley's lead in that, like, and be the person that can come in and observe. Um, and then for her, because her heart is so centered on like community. I mean, Ashley, if we had a million dollar idea, Ashley would be like, all right, that's great. And how many people can we help with that million dollars? Mm -hmm. You know? Well, and that I always see it as, when I was breaking down my dreams, it was broken down into two parts. What am I going to do that I just give away to people? I don't charge them anything. And what am I going to do that I have to make a living off of? Mm -hmm. And so the first part is just my heart all the time. But I'm like, bitch, mm -hmm. you need to eat. You got to go to Whole Foods. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. <laughs> let's throw that in there. Snaps. But back to what you were saying, like being healthy, I feel like since we moved to West Dallas, which I grew up in Mesquite, but I would visit my grandma in Oak Cliff and the Butter Beans, if mm. y'all know where that's at. <laughs> <laughs> and so I would always go and be like, damn, ain't nothing over here for y'all. Like every time I went over there, I just felt so heavy. I'm like, ooh, I really don't like being here. Like what's mm -hmm. going on with this? And so my grandma would walk me up and down the street and she'd be like, okay, so we're going to go to this corner store and this is what you're going to get. Then we're going to go over here. I'm like, okay, so you know this person over mm -hmm. here, you know this person over here. It's a community. Right, exactly. Exactly. What? Why don't y'all have this access? So I just always think that to myself. And then I was like, I got to figure out these the answers to mm -hmm. these questions and try to help first my family. And right. so once I tried to break down my family and I realized it's deeper than what, <laughs> than, you can what do. than what I can do mm -hmm. if they don't want to help themselves. They just they stay there, unfortunately. Mm -hmm. And it's like, you don't have to stay there. You can come out mm -hmm. with us. Look at all this light. Mm -hmm. yeah. so there's access but yeah that's hard but that's your heart and that's what you're working towards creating a space for because a lot of and people that's most that's more noble than i i would say the majority if not most people that would would venture out in a business you know what i mean mm -hmm. you said like your two thoughts are what can i do to help people and to give to people that, that mm -hmm. can't or that don't have the access and what can i do to be sustainable mm -hmm. and you know, in a capitalist economy, <laughs> that's not, right. That's yeah. not what the thought is. It's yeah. like, how much can I take and take and mm -hmm. and take so that so that I can come up? Mm -hmm. yeah. You know what I mean? And even with Electric Kitchen, that was our thing too. In the beginning, I was like, I want to have a nonprofit for kids. I want to do Electric <clears throat> Kids, and that was the first thing was a nonprofit. And then it was like, well, We're you have to kind of be for a profit. <laughs> like you got to make, you know, like you have right. to make some money in order to to have a nonprofit. So yeah. I was like, okay, well, we can sell the food first. 
then we can get it to the kids, you know? And so it's like, we're always playing. Like we, we're like the non sister version of Venus and Serena out there on the court with ideas, you know, like, and some people think, you know, they, they'll think we Tia and Tamara. People do ask if we're twins a lot, but Oh my God. Sisters. But it's like navigating through that space of, um, gosh. And that, that's even difficult if we're going to take it real deep. Like what she was saying about her family is you can come in with like the best intentions, Mm -hmm. um, in your own community. And it's not received and Mm -hmm. it's not received or you don't know where to start. Like you don't even realize you're like, well, I'm going to come in with food and it's Mm. like, okay, great. You know, like, but what else? Or or if they don't understand that. What do you mean by that, coming with food? Like, bringing food to a community, with, bringing vegan food to the hood. If we even make it that basic. And you think that you're really making a difference. And it might be for just that moment. You know, it's like, I'm going to serve and, and we're, we're giving back. But sometimes it's such a level of misunderstanding or disconnect or even privilege in that because it's like being able to even acknowledge that you know and it's like it's not that easy Mm -hmm. you know and it's like we don't always have and that's where i mean and we we just we be arguing all the time we just had an (laughs) argument the other day so it's no by no means like perfect but that's where we're fortunate because Mm -hmm. when i don't see the light you see it and it's like if if people could have that in friends even if like Mm -hmm. we could have that in your neighbor it's it makes a world of a difference for you to just be a little bit more accepting and have your perspective opened up to what your possibilities or what's within your reach. We always talk mm-hmm. about that. And it's like, if they don't want it for themselves and it's like, sometimes we don't know what to want for ourselves. Yeah. You don't like, know what you want. Yeah. That's where the power of the conversation comes in. Because <laughs> yeah. honestly, like when you're talking about going to that one corner store and then going to that other one, like mm-hmm. there's, it, it, it's a easy thing to kind of go along with mm-hmm. but when you're a child and you're impressionable mm-hmm. that's what you grow up with and that mm-hmm. what lead that's what leads you to mm-hmm. adulthood yeah. Yeah. so it's like yeah i don't know any better because mm-hmm. i grew up on these preservative heavy mm-hmm. foods yeah. and i don't know what a jackfruit is yeah. so why would why would i even consider something right. that i don't know why would i consider it and are you looking down on me for not knowing what it is exactly mm-hmm. there's yes. a lot of that too and like we we just catered <clears throat> we uh, we finally met one of our big goals for electric kitchen which was to cater for in a food desert for the kids. Mm. And we finally got to do that for the Freedom School. Thank you. <laughs> shout out that to 4 Oak Cliff. Yes, Aww. shout out to 4 Oak Cliff. Oh, yes. Shout out Yay. to the Freedom yeah. School. Shout out to DISD. <laughs> kind of. Kind of. Uh, I said kind of, too, because my word. Shout out to parts of DISD. We can talk about that later. It was one of those moments where, and I think, too, like I, I also identify my own privileges as a person that is mixed race, as a person that is... Um, that speaks in a way that might be more acceptable to some as somebody who can code switch, you know, <laughs> mm-hmm. and, and do it with the best of them. Right. Like um, it's, I came into a situation where I felt like I'm bringing food. It's going to be, you know, all about the kids. Mm-hmm. And um, it was like, not to sound cliche, but like the impact that it really had on me, mm-hmm. you know, like really going in there and not just seeing people really enjoy the food and not think twice about it being vegan, but really seeing that, by me just letting people by a not saying like oh this is vegan food guys you guys mm-hmm. know you're eating vegan did you right, guys right, know right. no yeah. me, dude, there was no Shoved animals in murdered face. in the making of this meal oh my like God. by not <laughs> making it such a big deal and like just letting people enjoy mm. um and really like fellowshipping with that community it like took the pressure away it took the pressure away but mm. also it was like this 
this is this is what it's all about but it's like no this is what you work for and in the sense of this is what you're putting your energy into to literally give that back to somebody to give that that specific type of energy that specific type of love um commitment Mm -hmm. because it's so easy to drop and go and that Mm -hmm. was what i was i didn't even think further than that i just thought we're gonna bring food to the community Mm -hmm. and it's like great a lot of people do that Mm -hmm. you know like there's those signs everywhere for Mm -hmm. free meals for the kids this summer and it's like we get um (laughs) yeah yeah. (laughs) we get and that's that's wonderful like i think it takes a village i want to be a part of that village i want to be on the council of that village i want to run a village Mm -hmm. like i want to train other people to run villages and and teach them how to do these things but i want to teach them how to stay in that village because that's where i was like i had an opportunity to drop that food and go but they were short some volunteers. So I stayed and to be around those kids and those families and those parents and see them. What was that one girl? Uh, you kept calling her a name and she didn't know what you were saying. Where were you at? When? I'm at the so school. Curious. You were like, you're a sweet girl. What? Oh yeah. I said, I said, Oh, here you go. Sweet girl. And she said, why'd you call me that? I said, uh. Cause you're such a sweet girl. And she was like, Thank you. Aww. You know, like just and and you know. Were they, you at a school campus? Uh-huh. Yeah, Which it one? was at J N Irvin. Okay, school, that's over yeah. there in West Dallas. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It was. Yeah, that's where yeah. my students funnel yes. into. <laughs> so it was, but to see them have a meal with no pressure and be able mm-hmm. to really like enjoy a meal with their kids, right. like everybody, mm-hmm. and like sat down and ate, and they were loving it, and to serve people and to really just like get to talk to these people and, mm-hmm. and see like, what does your community need? This mm-hmm. one woman was like, if I could cook like this, if I could get this food, my kids are eating this. They love it. I would love to eat mm-hmm. like this. And they shut down the fiesta over there, which we talked There's about nothing. before. Yeah. And we I was like, well, I mm-hmm. said, mm-hmm. you, I'm like, add me on Instagram. Yeah. yeah. I said, add me you on can't. Instagram. And then I thought about it. And I'm like, I can send her a recipe, but she can't make this food. I was like, yeah. I have to come back. She has no access. You know, yeah, but a lot no. of times we'll write those promissory notes to those people. It's just like passing off food to the homeless or, you mm-hmm. know, like going and to And y'all have been doing that shelter. as well. Yeah. <laughs> they do everything. Peanut they really do. Sandwiches. There's so much water. more we could talk about. I would love to have. <laughs> chunk and water. Slam water. Literally. Let's go ahead. This is going to be a three part episode. Let's go ahead. Come on. Because I really wish, I, I think we're out of time, but I wish I could get into more like that transition from being like a fat woman to not and like being healthy and like that's something that like I don't necessarily have a lot of those negative Mm. stigmas with health as far as myself goes but I know a lot of people do and so I think maybe we can bring you back one day I would love to do and get into that but but both of y'all stories are very um powerful and motivating and liberating and i think a lot of people will be able to identify with a lot of what y'all shared i wanted to ask y'all what is like some key information from all your studies all your all your experience all your knowledge um that you can share with us as we're wrapping up Mm. i would say don't be afraid because that was my whole thing was fear fear was holding me back from my true self from Mm -hmm. experiencing my creative side, so just don't be afraid. Uh, no life insurance uh, tips. Yeah, <laughs> I was oh, gonna say I mean, you better plug this business. <laughs> plug it, boo. If you have no, I'm just kidding. Um, if you need to get some life insurance, hit me up on Adulting with education. Ashley. Uh, education tips. There we go. I saw your Come thing on, where Jackson. you were like, stop. <laughs> I saw your p- 
post where you were like, everybody needs to get life insurance. And I was like, oh, shit, do I I just be chilling. That'd be Shanice that really be pushing the life insurance. I just want to talk to people. I'm like, what do you I need help like, with? I was like, so like, oh, my God. <laughs> I started self-reflecting. I was like, I think I'm okay, but maybe I need <laughs> Yes, everybody needs it. Everybody needs it. Well, like because it provides opportunities. That. That's the other thing is like we think life insurance for when we're dead, but there's so much that you can be covered for while you're alive. Mm-hmm. And that can help you with your retirement. There's plans that you can pay there's 20 bucks of the trade for. to help you invest to get some money now yes so. and get it back to know i want to be like jc that's no, the, just kidding. no we all do. <laughs> we, hey so we were saying our key piece of information you want to share as we wrap oh, yeah, up yeah. i know we went off a little bit <laughs> ashley shared hers i would say my biggest piece is know yourself so that you can live intuitively and know that that's your intuition mm. um I think getting to a point of like really learning who I am, what I want from this life and what my expectation is for me to give back to others. Um, Whether it's through health, like physically with food, um, whether it's through wealth, whether it's through like just education or any of that, um, you really have to know who you are. You got to know who you are to raise these kids. You got to know who you are to be a good friend. You have to know who you are to take care of yourself. And a lot of times we just spend so much time, you know, getting prescriptions from people in our lives, not just doctors, literally right. like we'll ask a friend, we'll be like, what do you think about this? And it's mm-hmm. like, that's great. Have those people in your life who can give you sound advice, but be that guide, like know that your compass is, is is right so when you say i feel like i need to go west your compass is literally going to point you west right because we are all there's so much information out here and it's like i just think that all of us were built so differently and we all have these different manuals and we don't ever take time to read that manual we read the bible we read the quran we read you know all these different things and we don't say like where's my own roadmap so Mm -hmm. that i know when stuff's feeling off i can check in with myself and say it's the right decision to go plant-based or it might not be right. It's the right decision to, you know, go into real estate or it might not be, I might be a great teacher. I might be a great artist. I could be a great politician. I could be a great nobody. Like Mm -hmm. some people, like we're all here to, to fill something, but we won't know exactly what that is until we allow ourselves to really learn and lead through our own intuition and let our own guide be kind of our, our, constant litmus test mm-hmm. for what's going to be right for us so that's that's my my big piece, Yay. Good piece. beautiful I'm gonna, I'm gonna adopt that that's my self-care corner <laughs> <laughs> just that's listen to this part yeah. of the episode yeah. rewind self-care with Shanice. <laughs> Boom. oh my god so we uh really appreciate you both stopping by yes, where can we find us. and follow your work i know y'all said it earlier because we got excited but yes well we've got our plant-based pop-up electric kitchen and that's online at eat electric kitchen on instagram and facebook and we're working on our website um we are on cp time with that Literally that is same. one <laughs> stereotype that we do live up to um <laughs> And then I'm Shanice. I'm at Cha Cha Shanice. And then um, my tag is Adulting with Ashley. Yay. A-S-H-L-E-Y. Yay. And anything else you want to <laughs> share before we wrap up? No, but thank you guys so much yeah, for, having for having us. us. Thank you, guys. We love your show. Aww. We love what you guys are Big doing. Big Dick Energy. Bye. Yes. <laughs> yes. We got that BD. Y'all definitely <laughs> have it. No, I'm just 
no, but thank you, thank you, thank you. Keep on keeping on because this mm-hmm. is definitely important for for us, for mm-hmm. us to see and to be able to be a part of. So thank Yay, you. So you're fulfilling. welcome back anytime. We clearly can talk about a million things yes. for like for real. a whole segment of episodes. Every every episode could use a segment with you. Literally. Um, but real. thank you again for joining us on the Colores Radio and all the knowledge you share with everybody around you and constantly and just the energy pr- you provide as humans on this earth. You're beautiful and lovely. We're so glad you came. Aww, thank thank you. you so much. Yay. It's so sweet. Thank you. Late <laughs> <laughs> on the All right. Now it is time for self care corner. I'm going to harmonize with you one day. Right now. You ready? Okay. <clears throat> Count it down. Three, two, one. Self care corner. <laughs> Wow, should we start a band? Okay. Um, Tom, thumb weights. Ew, I don't like Tom weights. He scares me. Okay, so we. I just wanted to do a check in. Last episode, we said we're gonna try checks over stripes. Hashtag off white. Just kidding. What? Um, (laughs) Pat, are you okay? (laughs) Uh, I'm like part f boy. Um, Last episode, we discussed things we were gonna try. So be raw, be real. Did you do your thing that you said you were going to try to do? Everybody? Should I start? Um. Okay. Sorry. I was like thinking. <laughs> I had to like try and remember what I said in the last episode. Um, I kind of made baby steps. Not entirely where I wanted to be. But yes, I'm making progress on having those conversations. Nice. So I feel pretty good. Good. So yeah. It probably will feel lighter once I'm done talking about it. But yeah. Cool. Cool. Good. I did meditate. No, you didn't. I did. Like what? a self-guided medit whatever. Did you some, really? Some shit on YouTube. Yeah. Did it help um, you? I, I think it did. Because I was, so I made the decision to do this earlier in the week because um I had gotten out the shower and like, you know, I'm brushing my teeth and I'm looking in the mirror. And so I had no, I was really proud of this one white hair that I have. Mm, and icon. so I was like, hell yeah. You know, I, I, I didn't know how I was going to feel about it, but I, I actually like it a lot. And then <laughs> earlier in the week, I saw like three more Uh-oh. and I was like, Shit, damn. My and so I was like, you know what? Let me get on my George Clooney shit. Uh oh. You know what I mean? Come and then through, just like pepper. Yeah, and so um Kicks poppy. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, let me see. Let me you know, let me let me uh come to come to the light and acknowledge where I'm at this point in, in my existence. Mm. And so then I got all meta yes. and figured, you know, I lit my lavender candle. <laughs> This is getting romantic, George. Um, I also wanted to remind you, your other one that you said you were going to do was the a bath, bath bomb. bomb. Yeah. Um, I still need to get one of the bath bombs that uh, my family from CYC recommended. Yes. Those um, are going to be another be- brown business of the week one day. Yeah, they will. But a uh, shout out to CYC for, for linking me and connecting me to them. That was so funny because they had right. empanada ones and then the poor... <laughs> brand was like what yeah. what are you talking about anyways so that's good Concha ones. 
they had conchas, but they said they used to have right. empanadas. But na- yeah, and so <laughs> they sold the empanada when sold out so quickly they couldn't keep them on the shelves, or they only did it so momentarily because they're not as iconic. Wah. Anyway, no one even likes those brioche-like. <gasps> oh my god! How dare you, food and wine? Wow, from left field. I was not ready. <laughs> I'm going to keep it real with y'all. I did not really work out, but I did start incorporating stretching, which I know sounds super fucking lame, but I told y'all I used to dance for 10 years. And like when you're a dancer, stretching is everything. Stretching is everything. So I've started to incorporate that, which I still consider some form of progress. But I told you I'd be honest with y'all and I was hoping it would hold, hold me super accountable. And I'd be like, I'm going to the gym today because I told all three listeners that I was going to do it. And I didn't. So, um... I'm just being honest. Well, we were trying to work out, but um, then you didn't reply to our texts. We tried to do like a Decolores That's 5K. not true because you don't respond to texts. But... True. Wow. Don't oh, own it. Don't be proud. Y'all stay on Do Not Disturb. All of y'all. Ouch. Okay. Let's <laughs> just end the show. No, not y'all. Like everyone that texts me. Okay. Uh, fuck. Except my mother. And my mother doesn't text me. So Does she know I mean. how to text? <laughs> no. Okay. My <laughs> Yeah, I'm like, it took us a minute to teach my mom. My so. mom now sends emojis on her. No, she still has a flip phone because it's easier for yes, her to it hang It makes up. a lot of. Ooh, yeah. that dramatic exit. I'm <laughs> yes. with her. Yes, Zonia. Yeah. She said, bye. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, that meme. <laughs> yes. Yes, where he's just slapping it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> oh god i'm so sorry all right so that was our well let's do better next time how about that we will the reality with self-care is that it's not that easy and sometimes it's a reminder of how trash you are um so thanks for listening to self-care corner oh my god that's my version (laughs) oh my god tomas esperas <laughs> okay, so our upcoming De Colores events. I'm really excited because we haven't had one in a hot minute. Yeah. We started the year really strong with Selena and with our art show and then with our one year. And then we were like, I'm tired. Let's take a nap. So we yeah. took a really good nap. Um, and we have an upcoming gray space, Orguyex, happening August 17th in a couple of days. And I need you and your mom to be here. If you're not here, I'm going to cry every night. For real. And uh, honestly, bring your mom. Bring your mom. Bring your mom. Bring your dad. Bring your dad. Bring your cousin. Bring your tia. Bring your concha. Bring we'll your let tío. you eat. Bring we'll your padrino. You bring your madrina. All of them. We want bring everybody here. Bring your chambalanes. Bring your chambalanes. 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 Bring los cadetes. Los cadetes. Okay, cadet, stop. Cadet, they're kind of cute. Cadet, Make sure they're over 20. Cadetequis. Yes. We'll say that's a new one. It doesn't have an O. Cadet, yeah, but cadetes, <laughs> and then wouldn't you say cadetas? No, you wouldn't. No, you sure so wouldn't. Because they get canicas. Caseta, caset. Stop. No. Just okay. stop. Cajeta. Cajeta. Okay. Hey, shout out to Salaya. Oh my God! All right, gatekis. Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Um, gray sorry. space. The art show is happening August 17th. It's gonna be really great. I really love a lot of the art. Yo, this artwork is so dope. And I heard there might be some special art from a special someone, but I'm not gonna say it. Or maybe I should say I'm not it. Gonna say it. Should I not say it? 
She, I'm don't say just it. come. You're gonna love to see a little. S- <sighs> <laughs> You're gonna love seeing somebody's work that will be here. Okay, it's all the work, all the work is amazing. But if I know the podcast community, y'all gonna want to be here. Okay, so that is happening. August 17th, Friday at the Oak Cliff Cultural Center from 7 to 10 p.m. We will be selling. We officially restocked. We for real restocked. We restocked for 2,000 years. <laughs> so um, get some for your whole family. Up. Come Girl. buy a shirt. We have them. They are ready to go. They are ready to be worn. We are ready to see you all looking amazed with our special design, the Colores Radio t-shirt. So come to the show. We should have some drink. It should be a good time. Yeah. So come support us, please, and come to Gray Space. Our brown business of the week is actually... You wanted to do a special shout out. I did, just really quick. Uh, we didn't get to do this when we got them, and right. I know we were we were waiting on these. But my sister in law Sandra, shout out, shout out, Ooh, thank shout you. out to my to my brother too, Jayhan, my nephews hey. was good, Aww, go go, so Emmy, Gael, Jordi. Shout out to all the um, pigeons for go go. Yeah. All the pigeons in the world, <laughs> yeah. go go loves you. My nephew's favorite animal is the pigeon. It's the pigeon, <laughs> which is I think Iconic. is amazing. Same. Yeah, like I remember I picked him up from school one day and he was like telling me about his weekend. He was like, yeah, I counted thirty four mm, pigeons. Thirty four. That's a lot of pigeons. <laughs> that is a, a lot. lot he pigeons. should come by the library. He should. Yeah, he'd be. There's a lot of pigeons around there. When's his Anywho. birthday? Maybe pigeon watching? Oh, yeah. That'd be really Pigeon themed cool. party? Yeah. There's some okay. pigeon kids books. Yeah. You should get them. I should. Go, go. I hope you're listening. I hope he's listening. Maybe you become too. a pigeon, a hot dog. I hope every. I hope yes, the whole Tamayo family is listening. Jayhan, Sandra, Go, Go, Emiliano, Gael, Jordi. Shout out um, Coco, Mama Coco. Yeah. yeah. Big shout out. But um, yeah, so my sister in law's uh, sister. Um, got us the Selena mugs. The cups from Stripes. We don't yeah. live by any because they're we only uh, special parts of Texas with their yummy fajita tacos. And they went and got us these cups. They went. And so they're that was, Selena which cups. was these amazing. sell out yeah. immediately. Of just course. like the bags and everything else, Selena. I still Selena. don't know if I want to use mine or not. Mine's still in the plastic. Same. I'm holding the, I'm it holding the plastic. It. It's still in the plastic. Uh, so I, a big shout out to our our extended family, our yay. family down there in McAllen, Texas. Shout, shout out, out McAllen. to the Valley. Shout out to all the homies and family down there. Uh, Patty Colunga and Melissa, uh, we appreciate you so much. Yay. We're up here in Dallas representing because we're all one family. So thank you for these Aww. Mugs and these cups. I know I want to cry because, like, that was really dope. Because, you know, it's really hard. Like, literally, when they went on sale, you could see them, you could see them on resale websites right away. And so, um, this was a really cool thing of them to do for us. Selena's pretty cool or whatever. So, we appreciate that. We do. Um, Now, I can go back to our brown business of the week, which is another shout out to Sandra for showing us this because it's amazing. And I'm so glad she brought this to me. Um, Bo Clements and his fiance Michael Zuniga, um, who are originally from Dallas, but they moved to Austin and they started this new brand that will be have debuted by the time this came out at the Austin Pride um, Parade and Festival happening. Their their Instagram is Lone Star Queer. <laughs> Like yes. the beer, but queer. They, they, they and got the some shirts are <laughs> legendary. So dope. They're so dope. I'm actually like I screamed when I saw these. Um, so one's like the Lone Star beer logo, and it says Lone Star Queer. That one's yeah. cute. And then the next one is like Topo Chico, which we all know, and it says Top 
a Chico. <laughs> like these are so good. I can't even say all of them because one of them is probably a little bit inappropriate. Yeah. But these are art to me. Yeah. Like they're, they're, they're dope. It's dope amazing. Yeah. So go support them. Hopefully their website will be out soon, which I'm assuming will be something along the lines of like LoneStarQueer.com. Um, but definitely follow them on Instagram. I'm sure there's a link there for their t-shirts. We need to support brands like this because they're amazing. So that is our Brown Business of the Week this week. Thank you and shout out to Lone Star Queer. Now it is time for Who You Got with the Coco. Let's go, Patty Cake. So since it's the end of the summer, <clears throat> I've been listening to a lot of reggaeton and perreo because like what else is people wanting to dance to in the summertime, right? I know Eva's been listening to a lot of reggaeton, so she might actually... I feel like a lot of people have been listening to a lot of reggaeton because like I've been on that reggaeton tip too. Same. I it's still been, am. Obviously, like, we had our great time in the early 2000s <clears throat> with the, the OGs, Daddy Yankee, Don Omar. Those aren't the we, real we, OGs. We okay. just Daddy Yankee. There's some of them. Daddy Junkie. But um, now there's there's female reggaetoneras, and it's is, awesome. we got to support them. Sorry, is El General still... He's not doing music, right? I don't think... But he's, like, the OG to me. Yeah. Well, yeah, him too. That's Boy. what I was like, I'm trying to think. Muerelo, Anyways, muerelo. Back, back to where I was. Um, so I wanted to recommend two, um, two women in the game, reggaeton game, I guess. Um, Tomasa del Real. Um, she's, on, she's on my uh, Club Darks playlist, but she has a song. She's from... Um, is this a collaborative playlist that we can follow on Spotify? I can share it with you. I won't let you Please. collaborate. Oh, <laughs> dang. I curate my... Like, a true, I'm hey, a you know what? Hey, I respect that. Real shit. I respect but that. But speaking <laughs> on that, Ivan Oriano, who he's... Uh, y'all, he follows me. We all are... We're cool with him on Instagram. But anyways, he recommended me some more music to add to the Club Darks playlist. And he told me Miss Nina... Also, reggaeton artist that y'all should check I've her out. I've heard of Miss Nina. Uh, Miss Nina's from Argentina, but she's based you in Spain. You better go off, Miss Nina from Argentina. <laughs> yeah. My name is Miss Nina. Soy de Argentina. I'll have to play Rico Rico's really good. Okay. Rico Nasty? Uh, Rico. Oh, my God. Que rico. You definitely set me up for that. But yeah, it's... <laughs> highly recommend both of them, Miss Nina and Tomasa del Real. <clears throat> um, some For some fun perreo for the end of your summer. <clears throat> Ah! so yeah that's my <laughs> recommendations for who you got thank you patty thank you queen of who you got yeah rafita uh my who you got is claro that's it she's like uh indie lo-fi uh headbanger street gangster shit you know what i mean mm. with the synthesizer yeah logo? You'll feel really sad, but it's good music. Like she has a uh, song called Hot Cheetos. Like, yeah, Flaming Hot Cheetos. Hot pretty Cheetos girl, or Hot Cheetos? Flaming Hot Cheetos. Okay. Uh, pretty Girl. Uh, I was bumping forever for forever. Forever, <laughs> ever. And then she's got that song that she did with Cuco. Drown. Um, that just came out, but she's really dope. Uh, is so. she a Latina? No, she is not. She's just claro. Gringa. Yeah. <laughs> but, she'll be playing but she has that. a song called Flaming Hot Cheetos. This is appropriation yeah. of my culture. <laughs> Well, I mean, she'll be at she'll be at a uh, Tropicalia with Morrissey. So, yikes! <laughs> oh no, Max Marco's there too, and he's a little. There's several whites. Um. All right. Well, thanks for sharing. I actually <clears throat> really enjoyed her when I heard. Oh yeah, her. We, we were playing some of that earlier. I was like, yes, I love being sad. Um, <laughs> I. Calmate, Kanye. God. 
<laughs> oh my god. Oh my god, Techies. Um dog, you're making me feel so funny and I can't tell if it's your gastritis. Oh my god, Techies. So I'm probably gonna tell you my who you got is all these damn films and TV shows that are out here representing these communities that have not had this this power that we're having in media right now because people are finally trying to fucking cash out on us um and it's not how it should be but i really think that that's what i've been doing a lot lately i've been watching a lot of films and i think you should go support them i'm gonna i'm really excited to watch crazy rich asians i want to see more things like this and that is who i have this week because I just want, I want it to keep being like this. I want it to be a box office where you can see a character like yourself. Um, so that is my who you got with the Coco for this week. That officially wraps it up for us at The Colores Radio. Don't forget to share the podcast and follow us on social media. We've considered becoming DJs. Are you into that? Let yes. us know. No. Please let real. us know. It's going to be real. I'm really great with the ox cord, but I can be good with the with the turntables. So, <laughs> really, <laughs> the squeak sound. The, if it's y'all like would have seen, if y'all would have seen like the little hand movement that oh. Eva made, you would have understood that. God, day. I hope nobody does that. Okay. Yeah. Anyways, subscribe and leave us a darn review thank you and by that i mean like literally go and write about how you love hearing my voice on yeah. a beautiful morning shout out to that one star i ain't forgot about you honestly i'm still, I'm looking still for actually confused i'm still looking i for feel you. like it's somebody that hates me and i, I don't have I a lot hope, of haters i hope your phone dropped and cracked right <gasps> after you put that one star but really it doesn't make sense like give me feedback i like criticism so anyways but go leave us a review <clears throat> we appreciate all the stars and love we get from you all um and seeing those reviews makes us lets us know that we're still giving you what you want um we'd love to keep growing so please share it with everyone you know people you think could grow with us make sure you come out to our gray space art show august 17th this friday from 7 to 10 p.m we want to see you we want to meet you we want to love you we want to hug you maybe Maybe if you're you're okay with that yeah let's (laughs) consensual you're invading my space yeah i mean some people are like that i get it you're invading my gray space Wow. Okay. Let us know what your favorite part of the show was. Tweet us or just hit us up. We love hearing from you all. We could not go on without your support. Tell everyone you love to follow us at The Colores Co. (coughs) If you enjoy our personal thoughts, you can follow me at Eva Arreguin, Rafa at Exile on social, and Pat at I don't actually know what her name is. Tahin Mami, maybe? (laughs) No, No, she changed it. She literally changed it. Oh my God, she called you Tamyeo. (laughs) She don't even know what she did with that. Pat, you know what that yayo is? No. She don't know. You done put my whole business out there. Ooh-wee, mama. Tamyeo. Our theme song is Cumbia Anthem by El Dusty. Our audio editor is Rafael Tamyeo. (laughs) (laughs) We promise to keep growing and providing you with entertaining content and more importantly, a platform for your voices and work to be lifted. Contact us on social media or email us at thecoloriscollective at gmail.com. Thank you so much again for listening. Thank you for our amazing guests, Shanice and Ashley, for coming out. Support their work. Follow them. They're amazing. Clearly, we had a good time with them because we chatted forever. Um, Thank you so much for listening and join us again next time for The Colores Radio. The Colores Radio.
de, de, de Colores Radio. 